precisely every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I am back in the studio with... The master himself, MTI. Oh, yeah. We actually started the show sort of on time, only five minutes late. Not too bad. Not bad in the Adam Dunn show department of lateness, but uh, with sound. Oh, yeah. And this is not a diss to, uh, of course, JTI, because oh, JTI did a great job. Oh, yeah. But he was also just handed, like, here, here's a bunch of spaghetti. He just basically walked into this like that. I'm sure oh, yeah, so. no, he yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Um, but MTI was back from his trip in Arizona. He thinks it's cold here now all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. It is uh, freezing. We are going to have Adam 2 in the studio. Adam Squared, I guess you're going to call it. From Space Cannon. Uh, we talked to him on the phone maybe a month and a half ago. Something like that. About That's probably about six weeks ago. And uh, we had Dave, Mr. Wiener on the show, if you're familiar with the show. And all you'll be like, oh, that Dave Wiener kid. That kid. Um, but anyway, his buddy has developed a very... Pretty robust uh, piece of kit, mate. Um, but actually, it is going up against everybody's love child these days, the fucking peak, which I don't have one because every time I hear somebody talking about how awesome they are, I hear five other people talking about how theirs is broken. And I've been through the ringer with electric shit. I do have the switch now, which is feedback loop. MTI, here I am telling how great you are. It's not from me. I'm on mute. Oh. Got it? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I'm going to get it just a second here. So are we getting like echo? Echo, 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 echo. Huh? Is that what's going on? Mm-hmm. Killed my flow, bro. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, that should be it. Sorry about that. Okay. Now we're back. All that praising I did for you. And yet... You failed me. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. My bad. The pressure's on, but it's so good now. We're all good. We, we have eliminated the loop, loop, yeah, loop, 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 yeah, loop, loop, loop. Oh, okay. Sorry, that was just me. Anyway, um, back to praising MTI and his awesome skills. <laughs> yes, ah. we. Uh, it's a little leftover, exactly. Uh, but I was saying we were being joined by Adam from Space Cannon. And uh, he had built a very good, robust, portable, and this is the key word, portable, because uh, I have a switch, which is also nice, and it hits really good, but it's also a fucking beast, you know what I mean? You pull it out, you're like, and the funny part is, is I was traveling with it for for the first time down to Florida, and the uh, TSA lady was like, what's that in your bag? <laughs> and I was like, it's a battery, and she's like looking at me all weird, and I didn't think about it. And then later, when I pulled it out at the at the, at the hotel, and I was putting on putting it together, the guy goes, "Dude, that looks like a sex toy." And I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what she was thinking." She was like, "What's that thing in your bag?" That's hilarious. 
yeah. So I didn't ever even saw that. And now that I look at it, I can't see anything but. So it's kind of hard, yeah, for one of those, like, yeah, it's got that shape and the thing and the, yeah. So traveling with that is going to be a different story. So, That's hilarious. So, so the portability, let's say, is going to be the, the key with this machine. <laughs> And it's also spill-proof. There's all that. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Space Cannon for hopefully an hour or so. Cool, man. If he shows up, though, that's the thing. He has to show up first. Right. He doesn't have the address. He okay. is named Adam. Ah. He gets the fucking pass. Right okay. Out the, right out of the gate. Right out the pass. gate, man. Um, speaking about getting a pass, I woke up this morning, and the first thing I saw was that Elon Musk was smoking weed on a, pod- <laughs> was smoking weed on a podcast. And I was like, What? That's no. Why didn't he do it here? And then I realized it was on Joe Rogan, so I was like, okay. Joe Rogan, of course. Of course. But then I fucking watched part of it, and he was smoking tobacco. Yeah, they're, why were they doing, doing that I there? I was like, what? And he, was, and he was all, yeah, you know, Charlie Murphy got me into it, and Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, those guys smoke blunts. That's a different story. Okay, right. Blunts is one thing, but just to right. mix tobacco in a joint? Sorry, guy. He lost a lot. He lost a lot for me. I was like, no, Joe, why are you doing this? Yeah. Aha. You hurt me. All right. Guests have arrived. I hear my bell ringing. Ringing my bell. So anyway, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, oh, well, here we go. And Mr. Cannon himself, the space cannon himself has arrived. Yeah, you can just jump in. If you need water, I'll grab your water. Yeah, you need water? Yeah. How you doing, my friend? I already said you get a pass. Here I am. Oh, see, you reminded me that I had my glasses on. Everyone's like, whoa, he's got his glasses on. Because I can actually leave. Oh, just uh, right here. Boom. Spring water. Yeah, there you go. Glasses right there, spring water there. There you go. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, You can grab... I think those headphones over there too. I was sort of, I was sort of Actually, describing. I'll, I'll grab your headphones. Sweet. I just never got them. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey. So, um, yeah, I was talking a little bit about it. Without, you were. Without even knowing. Really? And now we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was just given a scenario, which is funny because it, it's true. Uh, on the last trip over to Florida, I was um, traveling with the switch. And you know, no big deal. Oh, the Dak driver switch. And I, and yeah, and I, and I travel with bongs all the time and rigs. Yeah. You know, you get, don't put, don't put a torch in there because that's the most important yeah, part, yeah. right? So I'm thinking I'm gonna get in smooth this time. And then the lady's like, "Is this your bag?" And I'm like, "Yeah." But she actually didn't check in. It was really funny. She just asked me a question. She goes, "What is that? In, what's that thing inside there?" Right? And I go, "What the, the battery thing?" She goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Yeah, it's just a, I go, it's a battery." She goes. Huh. And then I didn't think about it. And then when I got to the hotel and I opened it up and I was putting it together and a guy had never seen it before. And he's like, what the hell is that thing? Dude, it looks like a sex toy, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, dude, why'd you say that? Now you said it and I can't unsee it, you know? And that's the, <laughs> it's kind of the downfall of most rigs in general back in, I mean, even when you're talking about bubblers and just classically cannabis related smoking utensils are very phallic. A lot of them, you know what I mean? There's like mm-hmm. many times when you're like, could it look more like a fucking just a giant schlong, you know? So, so, so it's it's good when they're not totally like fitting in that genre. And I never thought about it with this one until I traveled, and then I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, damn, I can't even like carry that thing without everyone just assuming that's what it is. So that's almost yeah, really. 
I guess if you want to hide your, yeah, it's a great way yeah. to hide it. You're like, dude, it's my flashlight, bro. Don't worry, it's not a bong. So anyway, welcome. Thank you. What are you doing? In, what are you doing in Denver, by the way? I uh, I came out here for Pretty Lights oh. almost a month ago. Really? So a whole month? Yeah, I was gonna say that. I'm playing right yeah. now. Sound Tribe. It's like, dude, you're gonna go in that tonight, I guess, or tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually the case. It's usually, so you had a whole month here or so? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I love it here. Oh, so we'll be seeing the, the cannon more often. Huh? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Everyone here loves it. It's too cold. It's too, it's uh, it's live it's live too hot. You, or it's too, oh, yeah, it's too cold for you. Yeah, you're, uh, I'm from New York, though. Oh, yeah. 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 Originally from not too far from where you're originally from. Where's that? I'm Hudson. From, oh, yeah, from yeah, Wichita, Hudson. Yeah. yeah, nice. Hudson, I used to um, have friends who lived pretty close to there and uh that town changed a lot i remember when it was oh like, yeah it was nothing you now know, it's they, the eighth uh best gay city in the country yeah it's definitely blown up and it's also like i mean it's like uh yeah it's crazy because if you you know they, it's such a fucking classic little strip in the beginning and in now just i haven't even been there in fucking it's all antique shops yeah yeah, yeah high-end antique shops mm-hmm. of course before it was becoming antique shops because it was just like Shops that were antique. <laughs> they weren't really technically <laughs> antique shops, you know. True. So, um, how'd you get into uh, the industry as far as this particular product? Are you doing other stuff before, or what was your? Um, well, your- I'm a growth hacker by trade. Okay. So I basically find holes in the social media algorithms and mm-hmm. exploit them. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. That's, yeah. we can, we, that's definitely. Uh, a great is now have you did you hacker by the sense of like you got in trouble and you're doing it for to get out of other trouble or did well, you, did you uh, kind of yeah well i um i guess that's a true uh we can go way back to when i joined the navy seven days out of high school right i was a cryptologic technician collection which basically means i can't really tell you mm-hmm. so you can read between the lines sure um, so it was just a gift, you know, something that I was born with. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And uh, the Navy, I guess, gave me the confidence to really, you know, because I always struggled through school. Mm-hmm. You know, like all entrepreneurs, really. It's not our thing. Yeah. Um, and then the Navy was like, hey, you're really smart. Uh-huh. And we're going to give you this really cool job. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's, I mean, so you were, like, uh, behind the fucking scenes on some, probably some... Yeah, I mean... Pretty big beasts of, of machinery, but at yeah, the same time... Yeah, yeah, the, the computers we worked on were insane. Yeah, right? I mean, they must have just retarded, because they're not... Yeah, yeah they're definitely not running Macs, right? <laughs> <laughs> the military is not running Mac, we know that. Um, but, yeah, you, so you're all, obviously, Linux and all that. I mean, that was just, like, baby stuff for you, and then moved on to... Um, well, I actually... Uh, Funny story, I got uh, kicked out of the Navy after four and a half years. Um, popped on a piss test for uh-huh. MDMA. Um, but uh, I wasn't a screwball. Uh-huh. I, I, had men, I had tons of awards, tons of accolades. I took my job seriously. Right. But uh, I was, when I joined the Navy, I already had, I had PTSD before. Mm-hmm. And when I joined, Bill Clinton was still president. I didn't join the, to fight. Mm-hmm. I joined to get money for college and, and better myself. Right. Um, the intentions weren't there. Yeah, you didn't realize what was coming. Yeah, no. 
it was yeah i was in i was in japan when 9-11 happened uh which is anniversary coming up here pretty soon mm-hmm. a couple of days yeah it's crazy um and uh yeah it was on it was on tv and, and where, you were in japan i was in japan With, yeah. yeah okay so you were stationed there and uh we we like me and my friend we were hanging out and then we both went to each other's rooms we were kind of neighbors mm-hmm. and then we both came back out and we're like what like is this a movie because we didn't even know like yeah, what was going to happen right and uh yeah it was uh crazy for sure for sure and uh because yeah, i was in amsterdam at the time and i got calls and people were calling me and i was kind of going like playing at the what you know like yeah. okay and then i was riding my bike and i got to the where we were planning a party and everybody was just like kind of slouched shoulders staring at the tv when i walked in and everybody just was like holy like in this daze you know and i kind of walked into a room and like everybody was frozen it was weird it was like i was like hey what's going on plane hit something or something you know they were just like what the fuck and i watched kind of like you know the repeat 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 but anyway Mm -hmm. yeah it was um definitely you know for us being i mean being in the military must have been crazy because you definitely know that it was definitely no more country club mentality you know everything had to be fucking hyped out like crazy inside there right as far as well they security they definitely treated us differently because yeah you weren't going to the uh, yeah we weren't you know i never even shot a gun uh not even during my you know boot camp training um i went through regular boot camp just like everyone else but Mm -hmm. we you know in the navy you're not it's not really necessary for you to be shooting gun um but yeah, um, it's it was such a blessing to go. Um, being in Japan, uh, like I said, I had PTSD when I got there, mm-hmm. and uh, the same friend that I mentioned earlier, he uh, he got me to take mushrooms, which at the time were legal in Japan. You could buy oh, them sure. at the head shop. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. I think since two thousand three, they're illegal. But uh, before that, there was times where I would get too drunk out in town and belligerent and get into a fight mm-hmm. probably happened like three or four times mm-hmm. and then uh the one shroom trip with my friend never got into a fight again after that right so, so that was like or something that was like the first uh mm-hmm. step on my journey with and so that was like bef- before that you didn't have much psychedelic experience or none okay that was my first oh, yeah. and as a pro as a guy who's like so into details and programming and fucking understanding things and then all of a sudden being like turned on in that way it must be pretty because japan one of those things that i noticed when i was just high there i got fucking really high like because everybody else was so like in their not high world yeah, you know what i mean no, it i makes felt sense. triple high you know what i mean like i smoked one joint and i walked around and i was like you found good weed there yeah, I had a great. I have a great. Contract. Luckily, luckily, <laughs> I couldn't find good weed there because I I didn't have any desire to smoke it. And if I had been smoking it, I would have got kicked out way earlier. Yeah, because uh, it stays I, in your system for so much longer. I didn't have weed for the first seven days I was there or something. Um, it's the uh, that is the uh, no, I think that's the uh, washing machine or something making noises. Where? keep hearing ding ding anyway never mind don't worry about it maybe i'm just hearing things <laughs> maybe but in japan i was like i had the craziest uh thing where i didn't have weed for a couple of days i flew in on new year's and i thought new year's i just opened the door just open the door on the washing machine over here now for the thing dishwasher and it will stop if you just leave it open yeah you know 
Um, so uh, when I was there, so at first, like, I had it. One guy offered me a, like, hey, you want to go smoke a joint? And I was like, yes. And we, like, walked all the way up to my room. I had yeah. a perfect room with a big patio and everything. No problem. Pulled out the tiniest little shitty joint, and we smoked it. And I was just like, that is so not worth, you know, the waste of time. And the thing about what I was weirded out about Japan is, like, they really didn't have anything going on in New Year's like, at all. Like, it made it actually worse than ever. What year were you there? Um, 2000, maybe two or something like that. I was there. Were you? Yeah. Yeah, I was just there. I was there from 2000 to 2003. Probably exactly when I was there, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was just... But it was... Well, where were you in Japan, though? Not Tokyo. Yeah, first in Tokyo, and then kind of went a little round, but mostly Tokyo. On New Year's Eve, though? Yeah, Tokyo on New Year's Eve. I didn't really have much You didn't go to Rapungi? No, I said the thing. I didn't go out and searching for it. I was okay. actually staying like right downtown at the fucking okay. like right at the spot where you really know. Oh, this is Japan, Tokyo, and I thought I said there that's gonna be the Times Square, and it was not. It was like the deadest place ever. <laughs> like everything there shut down. It turned all the big lights down. I was like, yeah. you actually turned off the big fucking signs on the mm-hmm. day. You should actually go nuts. It was weird. Anyway, but yeah, I had a good. I had a friend who was fire there, and it was that was actually almost worst thing ever because when I got it, I was like floored <laughs> so high I felt the building moving and shit I was just like oh well you hadn't smoked real weed in like a week yeah, yeah. it was it was like because I was on the 45th floor of a building that was like rocking about two feet in each direction and I didn't notice it at first then I got really high in the bathroom then I came outside and the whole place was fogged out and because it was so fogged out I could see the lights like just as much I was like holy <laughs> shit dude those lights are moving wait a minute the building's moving and I just like like, laid on the floor, was really high. Like, oh, dude, it's too strong. It was really weird. It was, like, one of the more intense, like, moments of getting high in my, like, adult life after I had smoked a shitload of weed just because I was, like, I didn't need much. When I walked around, I was paranoid as fuck. You know I mean? People, you know, it's like, do you smell like weed? You know? But then I met a bunch of guys and went to that... Rapunky. The, no, I went to the restaurant. You know the restaurant there, the hemp seed restaurant? You ever go to that? And they have, no. the hemp, they, they have a hemp store. Cause actually, I, I was there with all the hemp guys, so I was kind of in the in-between world. We didn't go to the fucking real... I'm sure if we stayed there longer, but I was. they were showing me... There was definitely people there who smoke. And do, that, they were into the mushrooms at the time, too. So that was the whole thing. They sold mushrooms out of their shop, and they sold our clothes. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, okay, there's a little scene going on here. Definitely. So I kind of stayed within that. Exactly. Like I said, I wasn't going looking for the touristy things, except for that fucking electronic zone. What's that called? We buy all the shit. Like, Shibuya? Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was Blade Runner-ish. You know, <laughs> like you walked around, you're like, I don't need this, but I'm going to buy it. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. Don't need it, but going to buy it. <laughs> no, you guys definitely need this. Yeah, there's more need than... Yeah, okay. I think, you know, it's one of those things where right away the, the portability is going to be the key, because... Both of the other two units, which we you know we like them too. So, oh, there. I haven't tried the switch. I have a switch. We I would love we, to try it. We can try. We can do it. Um, we do need some water. Want to shut that. Want to shut that door because we got like a helicopter attack going on at the same time. <laughs> a little bit. There we go. There we go. So. Um, you, you're you're like the designer of all of the internal workings of this one, or is there uh, other guys involved, or what was the deal with the the design from sort of the beginning? And I, I um, give me all your give me all your pitfalls on the way before we go straight to the, uh, yeah. to the honey. 
Okay, so... Because I'm sure this is like Mach 7, usually, when you're building stuff. I mean, there's no, like... I mean, very rarely does it work right out of the gate, and you're like, yes, perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're... It's, it was so I can imagine two years in the making. Um, I uh, started working on it in uh, January 2016. I drew it out by hand, and then I had a friend... Uh, digitize it into a CAD file and then I started shopping toward to different manufacturers mm -hmm. and I used um, my marketing videos uh, like case studies of different things that I've done as leverage to find a manufacturer that was willing to work with me on a minimal budget mm -hmm. so I, I bootstrapped this thing um, right. and uh, the first one they sent me uh, it only had it only had a variable wattage. Mm -hmm. So like one, two, or three settings, or like no, you could set it to sp whatever wattage you wanted. Okay, but and that one ripped, and it was great, and everyone loved it. Um, but I wanted temperature control mm -hmm. because I didn't want people to have to milk the button. Mm -hmm. I wanted to just hand it to somebody and say push the button and pull. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was much back and forth with that. Uh, their engineers were. Go ahead. No, no I was going to say, because, uh, yeah, exactly. When you, when, it's almost like a lot of things go to that step where they're like, okay, you got to learn the, you gotta learn the little double tap. You know, if you don't do the double tap, it don't work right. Because, like, like, it you know, burns itself out if you, like, go straight through. You mm -hmm. have to, like, kind of give it a little break. And then if you tell people that, it's like you've kind of lost them already at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's like, for better results, please yeah. double tap three times and wait one second. And then, yeah. you know, and then you're like, holy yeah. shit, I need a whole learning curve for this yeah. thing. But, uh, okay. So. And, like, um, so, so the variable, con so the temperature control instead of variable. Yeah. The, I, you know, Do I, you have, like, a manual mode on it where you can just go nuts? No. Or, yeah. Well, you can adjust the temperature. Mm -hmm. You can go nuts with that. Okay. But you can't actually do it. It's going to be the exact temperature you set. Yeah. No matter what. Okay. Um, and is it, and then uh, is that also feed the time as far as like how long it works, or you have you, you can always let go of that, or how does that work? Oh yeah, you can. Just, it's only on when you push the button. Okay, so it's not like it yeah. has to hit it like because. I mean, that is the thing with both the Switch and the other one is that you kind of hit it, set it, it does yeah. it, and if you fuck it up, it's your fault <laughs> at that point. But. Yeah, those are, they, they say they're temperature controlled or they, they have temperature settings, uh -huh. which is, it's just a time, like it's on mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time and then it's like pushing the button and let it go, right? Mm -hmm. It just does it for you. Sure. Where this is, you know, it's so, as long as you, yeah, go ahead. So, um... Say you got some product which is kind of gooey and has a separation situation where, like, those are the ones that are pain in the ass sometimes because then they, they don't really all do the same thing. You know, one kind of bubbles over here while one sits, and then you can see at the end the other part goes because that's a little higher temp, mm -hmm. more crystals or whatever. Does it work good with those kind of products, or is it is there a sort of happy medium? There, or? You always have to mess around with the temperature to dial it into what you like because some of them some of them i'll be like you know this doesn't taste right and then i'll turn it down and i'm like oh that's great or i'll be like this doesn't taste right and i turn it up and then i'm like oh you know that's great so you can really dial it in based on you know the content uh, kind of concentrates that you have 
And then those coils that are uh, replaceable? Yes. Well, the coils aren't the atomizers. I mean, the whole thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. And it's two, co- it's two on each one. Yep. Okay. And what's it's a pretty big pot, too, right? So. Yeah, you don't want to fill it up past the rods because okay. then it'll just uh, boil over and it, the vapor won't have any room to escape. Gotcha. And but then, you can fit like a and these are titanium point three. Yeah, it's metal gray, medical gray titanium. You can see because it's blue. Uh huh. That's how you're able to determine the quality of the titanium. Gotcha. And uh, you have a guarantee, also. I noticed for yeah, thirty day money back guarantee. If you don't like it, send it back. Uh, we have two hundred and fifty on the market right now, and nobody sent it back. And, yeah, because they're all too high right now. So, we're so we were going to send it back, bro, but we're so high. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean it's uh it's solid. It's it's nice when something's real solid and uh not too much to fuck up, you know. It's not like a lot of doohickeys. So what's the charging like on it? Uh it's micro USB. Okay. And takes seventy five minutes for a full charge and you get like about a hundred rips out of it before you have to charge it again. Okay. And then yeah. um Let's say how many dumps you think on the actual battery before you have to do. Is there some? So what can you? The do battery is totally replaceable. Okay. It's a eighteen six eighteen six fifty okay. standard. Um, you know I don't know how long. You know. Oh, okay, so that's not bad at yeah. all. Yeah. Okay, so it's something like that. So it's not like it's all locked in and you're like, uh, this thing's gooed up and. I mean, I have to say, with one thing with um, oil products in general is they have the shortest shelf life sometimes. Um, and or get cannibalized because you end up with like this battery works okay with this pot, which kind of works with this thing, and you know by the end of it all. So, um, it, it, not that I'm going to do that, but everything here is sort of sort of semi-standard, or it's like that's uh, the, the threading is unique, um, simply because I don't want you to buy a crappy <laughs> atomizer and right. then say this right. thing sucks. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to buy the atomizers from us. Gotcha. There you go. So. Well thought out product, and they're they're cheaper than our competitors, our atomizers. Okay, and what is that in price? Let's say twenty five. Twenty five. And if you can buy like so, a three pack or something like that, is there any um, you know, Adam Dunn gonna, show I'm special. Gonna, I'm like, going to add that I'm <laughs> add to the site. Three Adam. packs. I mean, maybe you know, three packs or something like that, because then people always have extra. Ba- you know, when you trap, when I travel, if I have a, a, something with doubles of anything that work, it always makes me feel a little more a little more confident that for sure it somehow, comes with two. Mm-hmm. The, the unit comes with two. Comes in a cool box. Yeah, road case, I call it, musician yeah. style. Nice. And then, what, and then I noticed you have some other stuff here. Does it stand for it? Yeah, this is a nectar collector, actually. The original okay. idea was uh-huh. that if your battery died at a music festival, mm-hmm. you'd have a backup. But I've used this at multiple music festivals for three days, and everyone that I walk into, I'm like, hey, hit this. And the battery doesn't die on me. So um, this is going to be a limited edition product. I don't want to put something out just to put something out. Right. Nobody uses it. Mm -hmm. That has it. They use it once and then they they put it away. But it is a stand in sense or just this is a stand for this. So you put your glass piece on. Yeah. So at least if it has a use. It's pretty genius. My friend Michael actually, I had like a original regular Uh stand that was uh, a vagina not a penis this is a penis okay and uh, my friend michael was like hey that would be cool if you and i was like yeah you know what that would be cool so i did it sweet but it's only gonna be like maybe 150 what do you got 
Of these? Yeah. 420. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. So it's a nice, it's a nice, nice limited amount. Yeah. Nice round number. Um, and so uh, besides that, you got Charger. Yep. Next extra. Trainer, uh-huh. Your mod stand. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And your extra atomizer. Sweet. So it's a, it's, it's a, and, and, and I saw the price was 299 or something like that, right? It was a 299 retail, yep. Yeah. We're doing a special for you. Oh, good. It's actually, if you take advantage of it, it's a monster special, and it's only the first five people that take advantage of it, Ooh. but it's 50% off. 50% off. First yeah. five people from the Adam Dunn show. Special AD. Throw ADS uh, 420 on there or something. Simple. It's just Adam Dunn. Oh, it's already been done. It's done. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. It's, a done deal. it's uh, yeah, vapebubblers.com. That's the, our company. Um, and yeah, coupon code Adam Dunn, and you'll get 50% off. First five. First five. Oh, that's a, that's a calling right there. Is that a space or a. Well, let's, let's hit it first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're, yeah, yeah let's, let's do that. Let's like, do they need to see that. Rips. Of course, of course. Let's do that. Of course, <laughs> of course. I um, haven't smoked yet today, so. Oh, nice. We're doing, we're we're some water in there, right? Yeah. And real quick on that discount code, is it a space in between Adam Dunn or is it no, one it's word? one word. All one word. One word. Cool. All one word, Adam Dunn, guys. Boom, done. Done DLC. Before, that's the thing. Before we've even smoked it, it's legal now. We've legally sold these products. <laughs> now we can rip. See, there's a whole method to the madness now. But in general, uh, you got distributors for these first um, batch pretty well covered. You have a single distributor. Are you doing them all direct for sales? Or how, how, you do, how are you handling all that? Right now, I'm just bootstrapping it. Yep. You know? So it's a direct, it's a direct yeah. sale. We're doing, it's like the good uh, old days. We're doing a big launch. It's kind of top secret, but look for us at the Freedom Rally in oh, Boston nice. next weekend. Nice. And, uh, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about some crazy components and things like that. So did you, uh, besides the, the standard battery and the and this custom thing on that, the rest of it is all, like, uh, proprietary, kind of crazy? Patent pending. Uh-huh. Yep. And you have, uh, because, like, when the Volcano came out the first time, uh, the interesting sort of story behind their little development was that they were in this sort of village which was a you know science village because everybody that worked there was high-end scientists so they had like access to a lot of like weird shit that most people wouldn't have so when they built it they kind of built it so that because i, I was i had literally like one of the very very first ones because i was in 93 working at Sensi Seeds, and they're from Germany, you know, Storch and yeah. or whatever. They're yeah. all German. So they already had a deal with Ben, the owner there, and so we were getting boxes of those at the first ones, and of course, the first thing everybody starts taking it apart and like, what the fuck is all this shit? You know what I mean? You looked at it and you were like, yeah, right, never mind. You know what I mean? So then, you know, if you're smart, you didn't take it apart because then yeah. you never they didn't, they didn't break it, but the reality was they put a lot of stuff in there that was just so weird and proprietary that there's no way you would have it in the first place so that it's still the standard yeah and it's crazy and it but it's it, amazing because device. it works so efficiently yeah it's a classic german piece of machinery yeah. because it's like oh it looks really nice you can leave it in the house i mean it's a great thing the i never really was a big fan of vaporizing just in general because of the whole like popcorn effect that it would kind of do if you had good weed it kind of brought it down a couple notches i thought if you had kind of shitty weed it almost brought it up a few notches so it was kind of like if it were kind of a a guy with crappy weed, you have a volcano, and you'd yeah. think you'd, you'd be happy with it. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Whereas if you were, I would have it just to have for people who want to try it. 
but I got kind of like, yeah, you know, eh, makes my shit taste like popcorn. It's weird. Like, yeah. even, even like real nice. Yeah. I never stuff. really liked the experience of it. Other, like the taste and yeah, yeah it's, but it's just a weird, it's a weird in between thing. It's like kind of like rosin can be. Yeah. Like if you don't have the right guy making it for you and you get like, you're like, kind of tastes like vaporized fucking fuck, you know, like concentrated vaporized smoke in a weird way. But so it, yeah, it, it works. Yeah, the, the volcano for yeah. sure. So uh, works yeah, well. You can feel it just straight from the top, or yep. okay. Um, you can either you can just you want to grab some. Where how far up? Uh, the... No, you see where the the A is here. Mm-hmm. The top of the A. Okay. Yeah. Top of the A. Gotcha. We can load this while he's doing that. Sounds you good. Want. Sounds good. This is from my friend in Jamaica, actually, so it's kind of really? funny. So it's, taking a, it's gone a long way. Which way do you put it? From this side? Um, from the bottom. Over here? No, no yeah, that's the, the connector okay. part. Yep. From the bottom. Okay, so yeah, won't, won't, over, won't do what I classically do, which is put way too much in and then go, ah, this thing's blah, 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 dead. You know, so don't want to do that. That's a good amount. Yeah. You can should. put more, though. No, no, that's good. I want to I wanna, wanna ease, ease into this one, make, it, make, it a good, make a good show of it, right? Um, so 100 hits on normal battery, fully charged. That's a pretty good night out and a half and day. So you're... you're Depending on who you are with, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got with the wrong crew. So um, you, you should put a... There's, no, there's nothing left in this box, pretty much. But if you, if you remove this at some point, then you should throw an extra battery in there, I guess, something like that. Um, I want to I uh, put a container that the glass piece you uh-huh. could put in. Um, kind of like... Fly literally every... Every show he'll come and he'll land. He must right. like me. Yeah, I just he'll land on your mic and fuck with you because it's his job. So take a long, take a long time there, MTI. I don't get what's happening here. So you spill it up from the top here. It's not going in. Oh, oh. When you when you turn it back over, uh-huh. pull on it. Ah, got it. I'll, I'll explain when okay. we when you come over. <laughs> okay, so the top of the egg. It's it's yeah. So is that too much water? That's way too much water. <laughs> there, oh yeah. there we go. Something Perfect. Like yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, so it's a it's a te- it's a it's a whole. Uh, see, the, he, he, yeah, I can see where the confusion was setting in. He was like, "Well, oh. like, how um, long does it take to fill up the tiniest thing in the no, world?" It's like not filling. And then, so yeah, I got it. What happens is now it's inside of a thing, so it's when you're filling it up. If mm-hmm. the perk is completely filled with water. Mm-hmm. When you turn it back up, you were having it was draining out the bottom, right? Right. Yeah. So all there needs to be is like a little air pocket mm-hmm. in the perk, and then it'll stop draining out. Sorry well, for not. No, no worries. Dude. And then the other thing too is there's like a double wall here, so water gets here, and there's a like a carb hole. You just want to tilt it, and it'll come out a little bit of water there. See what I'm saying? Uh huh. So that's that's all you need is a tiny little bit. Yeah. All right. So I can't see. Well, that. It, otherwise you're gonna yeah. it'll get in your mouth. But you can you can put a little bit more than yeah, that. Yeah. No, it's just like a barrier. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's. it's okay. I can put a little bit more of that. No, that's no, fine. That's good. Okay. Cool. All right. So then, um, 
Is it classic five button push? Yeah, deal? it's it's only on when you push the button. So this it's a safety. Mm-hmm. So when you have it in your pocket, it won't go off. Sure. And then yeah. And then when you have like a brand new fresh pack, I like to like milk it a little bit, get mm-hmm. it back onto the claws. But yeah, it's good to go. <clears throat> Pick it up like that. Yeah. Are you pushing the button? Oh no, sorry. I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> and those little like carb hold type thingy there. There is a carb, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just for airflow though. Right. You oh, can yeah. use it, but then you're gonna create air you're gonna create reclaim. Because the, the dabs are gonna get liquefied and they'll get sucked up into the perk. So I just tell people to leave it clear, you know. It he was ripping it without touching it at all. So. Right. Yeah, I noticed the water coming out of there when I was filling it up. But, yeah, no, it looks like you're getting a pretty good rip there, Adam. What do you think? Very good. Impressive. <laughs> impressive. Yeah, once you, once you hit the button, I was like, all right, three hits, and this shit ain't working. Cause every other one is like, is like softballing it to you. Yeah, it's, you not that, it's not that magical no. where you can just uh, pull and gives you all that you need but yeah because i didn't put a huge amount in on purpose just to see how, how if, you know obviously if you put a lot in <laughs> if i just did as much as you i would oh sorry i would, <laughs> I, I, left, I would be I left you out. no 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 left no, no. I, I, I i love watching you rip it man no i would i yeah i'll take a tiny i'll take a little tiny one no, that's pretty cool. And you're making a larger attachment for home or something like that? Um, sort of well, yeah. I, just we're, give a little bit more. I want to tap into the glass community. Um, there's a couple of people right now that are working on custom pieces, so you can have like an at-home. Is this a completely custom joint, or is this something that you like created <clears throat> as far as the pocket that it fits in and all that? Is that like a something that your glass guy molded, or how does that work? We, we went through... Um, well, I designed the glass piece. Um, I mean, we went through nine different manufacturers. I went through personally. Mm-hmm. I redesigned it like twenty-three times because I would get one and I'd be like, "Nah, you're getting too much water." Uh, you know, it's it's not. It's it's a hard one. It's a hard pull, or mm-hmm. yeah, like, no, it's a hard it's a hard uh, thing to perfect. Yeah, for sure. So, it's a small um, amount of area, and it is spill-proof, mm-hmm. so it won't. Chat gang was asking about a, a water coming in your mouth when you're hitting it, Adam. Oh yeah. No, not really. No? Okay. No. no. Cool. Because no, it's, 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 it's set up so you don't really get... No. Yeah, everyone's kind of con- concerned about the small... No. No? Okay. No. Cool. No. Yeah, that's why 23 designs. <laughs> make sure you don't get water in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I bet that's probably... Uh, a huge because I mean look at the smoke look at the distance yeah, it's, here. It's, I wanted it to be as pocket portable as possible but mm-hmm. still pack a punch mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's you know everything's a give and take when you're making something yeah and it's uh, so let's see what it looks like so this screws off or how's this yeah that, no well you um, that atomizer screws off but oh, okay. the the whole thing just comes off straight the uh, and, yeah that's even better yeah because that's one of the things I hate when I they just start to get gummed up and you're just like Forget about it. You know? right. I've had it so many times where it's been like, where I've just been like in the wrong place trying to do it, heating up my piece, trying to 
It's like, yeah, great. Here I am heating up a battery, trying to get to right. the thing. Yeah. This isn't really the point. So that's good. Um, so, yeah, no, it's pretty toasted. So we can put some more in there. <clears throat> I got a good, I, got, I mean, I got a pretty decent rip out of that. So yeah. I'd have to say. Yeah. And uh, taste was good. It's not, I mean, it, the key to the whole thing is that it doesn't like kill, you know, it doesn't taste like metal or something, which I've seen a lot of. I had this one piece. I'm trying to remember who it was, but I obviously shouldn't even say their name because it might be still in business and be all pissed. But mm. like, I went to a spot and I was really excited about this one, and I was like, "Yeah, let me get this." And it was like trying way too hard to be like a pack, and it was like the newer, cooler one. And I know what one you're talking about. And I opened it up, and it was like, dude. It, first of all, it knocked me out. Like the smell was like a straight China factory. You know what I mean? It had this like it was so bad and all, like. Like tar, right? It smelled like, it smelled like the plastic. Open up the packaging. Yeah, it was the word. And then every hit you took, you could kind of just taste that. You were just like, like remnants. Is, yeah, this is terrible. It was like nothing was thought out about it in any way, shape, or form. But rushed to market, like a lot of things. Yeah, let's see. See, look at this. The fly is back. Oh, the fly is back. Of course. I know. It's like right when you want to do something. Mm. I turned the temperature down. Okay. See if. Uh, you get a, a smoother hit this time? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was... Trying to get this thing off of there. Oh, come on, J J J Jamaica. Jesus. All right, so this snaps back on. And then it's already been through the five thing, right? So it's just on? Yeah, I think it's on, right? What? Push it, you, you yeah. know, it'll always light up. That's lighter. That's on like what three quarters maybe. What? Uh, power amount or? Uh, well, it's temperature. Yeah, I, I mean, turned it down to four twenty. Oh, okay. It was on, it was on four thirty-five before. Okay. So Did you notice a difference? No. I mean, it tasted. It clouded pretty fast. That one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, I do. it's a nice piece of machinery for sure, and it's uh, the main key is that it's the portability, of course, and yeah. people aren't offended by vaporizers anymore. They've kind of you know gone past now that the fucking jewel is the most popular thing in middle school or whatever, and you know it's like okay, the kids love it now, so mm -hmm. it's okay, it's acceptable right now. But then you know also people. But the mods got so big and it was all getting so ridiculous that it's like sometimes you're like, come on, guys. You know, it's like you'll see the guy. It's, it's like the big gulp of of fucking equipment now. You know, yeah. like you see some couple drive by and they'll be in like an old beater and they'll have both of them will have vaporizers and one of them, they'll be huge and they'll be like puffs of coconut and pina colada coming out of the car, you know, and you're just like, the fuck is that? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's like they're both like, and I see people, so people now don't give a shit, and it's gotten to that point where you see guys walking around with thing three times that size, so won't won't be too shocking, you know. But you definitely get the the uh, proper water effect, which is huge because that's a missing element in a lot of pocket that, portable vapes. Yeah, and you get that burning in the back of your throat. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's inevitable just because of the fact that you're smoking smoke the way you kind of 
knew it was bad already. <laughs> and like at home, I always smoke with a rig, and I'm always putting it through water, and it's like no matter what. And then all of a sudden, now it's okay because it's small, you know what I mean, yeah, or something. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, I got the fucking. And it's just like, dude, it's the same thing. It's just a coil, and you're putting things on it, but you're not putting it through the water. I think that's the key. Yeah. Well, I, I, also the temperature control. I want to emphasize yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like you're not sending excess heat to the coil. Mm-hmm. And the other benefit of that is your atomizers last tremendously longer than anybody else's because you're not sending excess heat to the coil. Sure. So you're not going to get that burnt metallic taste that you have experienced with other vaporizers. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, well, let me see. I don't know what's going on. Things freaking out. <laughs> so... Uh, you say, you, obviously, so you designed all that, you put this together, shoestring budget, but um, you got, and you said you got, you're just going to do it yourself, so no distributors in right no, now. No, we're, I mean, and we're totally. How's your, what's your output you can put on these, like, what's your, like, have you 8, got 8,000 a month. Okay, so you yeah. can, so you got some potential to get some yeah. coverage pretty fast. Basically, I, I'm planning a, a big campaign coming up with, at the, Austin Freedom Rally. Freedom Rally. Okay, so that's, and what, then, that's what people should be looking for. Yeah. So and if you're then, on the East Coast, you know they're coming your way. And then after that, we are looking to partner with a an established brand already in the industry. Sure. I'm not a vape owner, like vape company CEO. That's not who I am. Um, yeah, you're lucky you're on here now. So yeah, yeah we had, they, they had... So I was complaining earlier about... I was complaining earlier about Elon and fucking... Uh, on, on Rogan. Oh, I'd love to talk about this. Did, what, what's going on? You didn't see them smoking? No, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did the the Bill Clinton. I, I see, I didn't he watch smoked, but he didn't inhale. It looked terrible. Like he was like. <laughs> I, was like I didn't what? watch it. I just saw like a oh, like yeah. clip. A click. I think he got really high. Whatever, whatever he did, he got high. Cause yeah. He was, yeah. He looked fucking baked. So. I think he got high. I think he just. That's great. Kind of held it weird, and it was looked like one of those like yeah you could easily misinterpreted that he was completely not holding it in. Well, he wasn't, of course. He was just kind of... But I only saw little bits and pieces, too, so I'm not an expert. But at the same time, I was really disappointed at first because I was explaining at the beginning of the show that I was like, fuck, he smoked on somebody's show. And then I was like, oh, it's Joe Rogan. It's cool. Then I like watched it, and I was like, what? Joe's talking about tobacco is good? No, this guy. He's like, he's, you know, I was like, because the thing about Joe, I love him, but at the same time, a lot of times when he talks about weed and people think he's really really smart which he is he is a genius but he's also like it's a it's a it, i mean he loves he loves it but at the same time he's already said he kind of quit and he, he can't he can't hang he can't hang with the big boys on the yeah. fucking weed you know what i mean it's like yeah sorry. no he's not like uh the guy you look at for for cannabis but he is somebody that no he's visionary for sure he's definitely you know he admitted that he was wrong when he prejudged cannabis and people that smoked it Mm-hmm. And um, no, I know. Then people took it as like he was a god of cannabis for a little weird way, and I was like, okay, well, but he's, he's for people he's, that don't know anything champion. about cannabis. He's a champion of it, and that's good because we need those. And a lot of, more people probably picked up on his sort of angles about things on that sort of front, which at that point he was really pro, which is good because he really used it a lot in a lot of his bits and stuff, which is perfect. But it's tough because there's a lot of mis. Because a lot of people listen, and like, oh, there's four million people, you know, who download that, which is huge. And then 
you know, he started saying stuff like tobacco is great to mix with fucking weed, and you're just like, no, dude, you're like, now you lost the point because because he well, smoked blunts with fucking yeah. Chappelle and fucking Charlie Murphy. I was like, okay, well, that's different than just. Well, I think he was talking about spliffs, maybe. Even worse, <laughs> even worse. If that's the case, but I think. No, I'm pretty sure he probably doesn't like to get like totally stoned, so he I know. he appreciates the mix. I, I lived too long in a place where people just around me, everybody did it, and I was like, oh, I was always oh the, what the spliffs? Yeah, yeah, I in Europe. Him, so yeah, I, was I lived I was in like, Germany for two years. Yeah, so it was just like, oh, you people are killing me, and and I would fuck with everybody because then when I they can I have a hit, you know, be yeah, sure, let me know. I just like let them have it, you know what I mean, and then they'd be. Literally puking off of it. What's wrong with you people? Like you're puking off of fucking pure weed. Guy, the girlfriend, be like, "What did you give him?" I'm like, "You gave him weed." What are you talking about? He's like, "I only do speed and fucking alcohol." And you know what I mean? They were just like so poisoned already that the weed just killed them. It was crazy. Um, so uh, in Japan, when you were there, stationed, so you, that's where you got that's where you got popped. Yeah, yeah. And did the MDMA come from a club there or from somewhere? Where was it? From, yeah, from, well, I mean, I was, uh, okay, so this was my second time in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to, I went back to school in Florida for like six months. Mm-hmm. And then I loved Japan so much, I requested to come back. And then this time I was uh, stationed close to Tokyo, which I went there a few times. Uh, when I was first stationed there, and I fell in love. So, um, fell in love I, literally, or fell in love with the country? Fell in love with the country, okay. literally with the country. Um, no, yeah, but no, you didn't, get, you, you didn't like bang up some. No, I, I Japanese you know, chick. no, no. Well, yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. Every when I was young, I went through my whole Asian zone. It was funny because I, I went to Australia, and I was like. That that was that was my prey, you know. I was like, yeah. Asian girl. <laughs> I mean, like, it just like my brain went into like a twitting, and I can imagine that happening. I actually wasn't attracted to Asian girls until I went to Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Then you said, "Oh, not so bad." Yeah, I was pretty. I was yeah, pretty so ticked fair. off when mean? I got orders there originally. I was pretty mad about it. Were you? Yeah, oh, I would have been. I was yeah, young I was really, and dumb. I was really obsessed with Japan as a kid. Just, and I figured you might have been with electronics and stuff. But well, I played video games, obviously yeah. Nintendo and stuff. But, yeah, uh, I mean, they were definitely like a mecca in my I, brain. I didn't for a have long anything time. against the people. I just wasn't attracted to the girls. Uh, okay, you're talking about. But and then I got the there, and then the I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. But in general, and the food was amazing too. Because the foods are great. Yeah, you understand that they're like the smartest people in the world when it comes to food. Because I'm like, they live in a fucking radiation dump, and yet they're still living longer than we are. Mm-hmm. They're like a hundred and there's a couple recently that was a two a combined age of two hundred and eight. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! They're both 104 years old, yeah. and uh, they were still together for like know, 80 something years. But yeah, and I was like, and then he looks more on it and more, you know clear guy was a little more dilapidated than the woman but the woman was fucking like on point and you're just like holy shit dude way wait and that's because her diet is um very pickled and uh yeah and that's something i'm well, it has to be when you're eating raw fish yeah a like lot you gotta a lot of pickled stuff and pickled things which people don't get is all really all, great for your gut it's all microbiome stuff yeah and, and that's that's i think the the and my wife's really into it so it's I, I'm getting it kind of like 
Are, are, are you having like on, are you on a special diet now? Like, no, no, no. Okay. Have you all. gone through like a cleanse Man, through diet kinda, cleanse at all? Eh, you know, I'm not. Yeah. Really, I'm not the worst. I'm the worst. Don't do as I say, or do as I say. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I guess, but no. Well, no, that's good. <laughs> but no, in general, I just I have always been pretty decent eater. Like I'm not crazy. Like everyone, I, I get mislabeled everywhere I go. Everyone thinks I'm vegan. I'm like, I'm not vegan. They're like, you're vegan. I was like, you go straight to vegan. Like, you're not, you're not a vegetarian anymore. And I'm not even a vegetarian. I'm like, dude, I'm just, I just, I eat fish. I, that's it. I don't eat any of the meat. And then it's, it's yeah. real clear. And then people are like, what? And how long have you been doing that? Like twenty. So you eat something years. better than you're putting on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm 50 next year, so I mean, I feel congratulations. Like I'm, I'm, I'm almost. I'm, yeah, once I do, I probably shave once to make sure everyone realizes that I'm not totally like wither, withering underneath here or something. But for the most part, uh, yeah, I do, I, I do all right. And the thing is, it's a. Uh, I just figure you eat quality anyway. Quality everything. And in Japan, the thing that I loved about their food was that it was like. You, it was just amazing how they prepared it, and also that the, there was so much nutrition, and it was a super dense nutrition, and you didn't realize it at first, and you'd always be the fucking like I'm not full guy, you know what I mean? But then if you didn't, if you just saw like followed what they did, and at the end of the day, you were like, wow, I'm so more satisfied right now than I would have been if I was like all need more, feed more, because you're like again, you're feeding your gut, right? So at the end of the day, if you're like feeding or if you listen to yourself and yourself says you want sugar all day then your fucking your evil microbiome have taken over right yeah so, yeah and you got the good so that's the idea is just to beat them down yes <laughs> and, <laughs> the second brain you know what i mean and give in to the fucking exactly yeah so um in general let's keep let's keep about your products for a little bit because but at the same time, but at the same time, talking about Japan, and I, I, uh, yeah. I was loving that. Oh, good. And and <laughs> did anything from Japan come from this, like as far as like components or something, or is it all maybe Chinese? I wouldn't know. Yeah, our manufacturers in China, yeah. Because that's one thing that Japan still kind of like. Oh, oh they dominate. They can. They definitely are the most like in the razor's edge when it comes to all the electronics and when they just the, really give a shit. That's yeah. what it comes down to. They have so much respect <clears throat> in everything that they do, and that's why they're you know Hondas and Toyotas are on the road forever. And um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those cultures where uh, my whole connection with there was that when I was in Australia, I had a really good friend, and that guy was a stoner, and he, his whole thing was he was more American than me, which was funny. So like when I met him, he was like wearing Levi's and fucking his fucking. Marlboro's in his thing and I was just like looking at the guy and I'm like dude you're like the most American guy ever and he was like oh what are you saying and he was really like super bad you know bad teeth and, you are know. <laughs> the most American guy <laughs> he was he was over he was ridiculous Haynes. he looked like somebody from Alabama or something he, no offense to he had, well, he had fucking, he, yeah, he just had fucking he had his bandana and he was fucking like you know I was just like Dude, everything you do, the zippo, you know, and I was just like, oh my God. So anyway, we became roommates, and, uh, but he loved America, and I wanted to go, do, I loved Japan, but when I never, you know, I didn't get to go for another 15 years or something like that, but I was like, uh, super tight with him at the moment, this is way, you know, obviously pre-internet and shit, all that, but at the same time, uh, like, let's see, maybe three, so about 10 years, 12 years after, he was lucky enough to go, 
like he like he worked for a ch- chocolate guy. He had a chocolate import company and, that he worked for, and then he was like ended up buying or whatever. And then this other car parts or whatever. So he was in, and he was in Germany, and he was like he had a magazine that I was in that he saw me in like maybe five years, six years after we met. He saw this picture and it didn't even have my right name, had my wrong name, but it was me. And he was carrying it and he like went to the fucking train and went to Amsterdam and he went to the first shop that he saw and it was like, oh, you know him, Adam? And the guy, and this was like my friend. He was, yeah, he's over there in the shop. He was like the perfect guy to ask, you know? Yeah. And I was sitting downstairs and he comes out and he's like, Adam. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But he actually worked, worked himself up to, you know, killer, like making more money than I ever made. I was like, dude, you're, you're making more than me. You're selling fucking chocolate. He's like, oh, but you're a master weed guy. You know, like, it, was like, it was like the funniest uh, connection. But there was like very few weed people, but the weed people that you met, yeah. were, they were super loyal, like per, like a little club of mm-hmm. like, oh, don't tell nobody. Everybody's so secret and they wanted to like be like very ceremonial. And So did you end up, like I said, you, uh, you ended up liking Japanese women. Let's go back to this. You end up with a long-term anything there or would you ever kind of like I had like I had one girlfriend I feel like for like four months but mm-hmm. nothing was long-term other than, than yeah. that relationship gotcha yeah um, did you get the ears cleaned with the with the Q-tips and all that stuff did you get that pump face no I never got you didn't that. get to, oh, I never heard of that you didn't even hear of that no every one of them got their ears cleaned at the after dinner it was crazy all the couples coupled up and oh, really? the guy laid down on the girl's lap and the girl cleaned out his Wait, like, wait, in public? Not in public. Oh. In a home. And, yeah, and no, that's I why I was like, wow, you guys are like, this is weird. I was like, what the hell's going on? I was like, and they're like, oh, yeah, well, this is everybody. I was like, no, really? <laughs> everybody? Yeah, I think you no, were really. very blessed to be able to uh, experience <laughs> before nightclub time in Japan, where I was, I was just like, yeah. my whole experience was always at, out okay. at the clubs. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you ever go to Womb? Yes. That was for my friends from my buddy. Yeah. Place there. He's, yeah. He's that place great. is still open. Oh, yeah. That's been for years. And that was, that was like, that was, that was the experience I had was going from getting really, really high, getting dropped off by a cab there and going, I think I'm in the wrong neighborhood. Like, the fuck is this? And then I see people going downstairs. I'm like, oh, this is weird. And then we go down and I'm like, oh. Have you ever been to Belfari? No. It was a club that opened at 6 a.m. on Sunday. It cost sixty bucks to get into, and I would go every Sunday. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there's a. That's the thing is, Japan was definitely one of those places that I can imagine staying just because everybody was so cool, and I kind of tapped in at the right spot. I was like, oh, could, this could be fun here, you know. Once you knew that you had a few things covered, like okay, I could go there definitely. <laughs> I, had yeah. that, I had that club covered, and I had a few spots going, and so I was like, all right, that's where. When I went there, it was even funnier because I got there. Uh, and didn't invite, you know, didn't like announce myself, just kind of went at the door, got my thing, went inside, and just kind of walked around and checked it out. And it was really weird and plain, and you know, like, it's like you're in an underground bunker or whatever. And, uh, but the minute that I went up to the front and I said, Oh, uh, my name's Adam, and then they were like, Oh, and then they just like opened the gate up, and it was like literally re- ridiculous from that point on, you know, it was like people were, people were bowing, and I was like, I'm at a club, what's going on? Oh, Master Adam. Wow. <laughs> because he showed my leaf blower video. <laughs> so once everybody saw the leaf blower that I made, which was like, you know, electric fucking leaf blower, 
made into a big giant pipe, which actually looked very similar to your thing, kind of plugged <laughs> into the top. Is that video on the internet right now? It is. Can, it is. can I see it? Um, yeah, you can probably check it out. All right. <laughs> it's a, it's a THC's leaf blower. There's a couple different ones. There's one, there's like a test one, which shows the actual like mechanism and the whole okay. thing working really good. That's actually, that's, that's the easiest one to find. For some reason, the bigger one, it was on like another platform. I don't know why that one's so hard to find, but then the, the, because one was filmed by the, somebody else and put out, and it was really good because it was kind of from their view. Mm-hmm. But the the one we do the test with the T, it's a Snoop Dogg THC, it's leaf blower. Okay, I got that one right here. You got that. You got that. And uh, yeah, when we did that, it was uh, funny because there's a lot of people that live here in Colorado. There was one guy, um, Token Daily, who had his own show, and. Uh, he was in the crowd, and it was just like a lot of people. It was like these turning points, and they they went to Amsterdam, and some guy shot him in the face with this giant weed machine, <laughs> you know. And so those those days were when 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 the cannabis cup was like once a year, and everybody would go to that one thing, and there would always be a product, and so you would have taken all these to the, you know, hope for the best, you know, yeah. and, and made it happen. Um, now the channel's opened in a million ways. Um, you keeping it all grassroots, I assume, and kind of coming in at the different shows. You're gonna do Emerald Cup and uh, those kind of shows, and you got, you got that kind of the only presence kind of like, figured out because that's like, gonna be one of those. You know, when is that? Emerald Cup's in December. That's like a big one. Oh, I can definitely be there by then. That's <laughs> yeah, California, so it's California December, yeah, so it's yeah. perfect, especially yeah. for a New York guy. You'll be like, wait a minute. Um, yeah, so that's something we want to look into. There's a few, you know, it's a few good shows, um, and uh, because putting out a product like this is one of those things where you're, you know, you put a lot into it. Obviously, I'm sure 23 at different times with that. 23 designs with the glass piece. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nine different glass manufacturers. And uh, you're talking about like 23 times where you hand them the design and they hand you back something and then you say no. Pretty yeah, much. pretty much. Yeah. yeah, more than just like. 23 designs that yeah. you kind of made a cord, cord, you know, toilet roll and said no <laughs> so I'm a big shit talker mm-hmm. and it's a blessing because I never wanted to put something out that people were going to sh- talk shit to me mm-hmm. you know what I mean so yeah well, you want yeah. more? you want some more? I got the leaf blower video up in the background yeah. right now do you? I've never seen this actually, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> Which one are you watching? The, the Snoop, it's Snoop Dogg one. Casey's Leaf Blower Test Run 2007 yeah. Snoop Dog Show. Oh man, this guy's putting his face right in it. That's yes. pretty crazy. It gets going, and it's one. It's only one ounce of weed. That's the crazy part. Oh really? Yeah, it's so much smoke for one ounce of weed. Yeah, and it was like the most efficient, actually working thing. That's a lot of smoke for just an ounce of weed, dude. <clears throat> Oh my god! And yeah, now it's really going now. Yeah, there's like a little moment if you're listening to it, it goes. Uh, you know, no, we're not listening to it. But we're, no, I know. If you're actually listening to it, when you there's like a little be- there's a bell in the back, mm-hmm. which is somebody's phone ringing, which is my friend Mike's phone ringing, and it just starts at that moment. It's like the perfect moment where it's like it kicks it in. And uh, so the funny thing is, is with that one, um, the original one, which is the one that he's looking at, which I can pull up. Um, okay, that one's over. Is uh, 
straight smoke. So it was kind of crazy because when we did it, uh, people. Uh, let's see. So you can see I have like a regulator here. So it's got a regulator and a big chillum <laughs> <laughs> and about an ounce, only about an ounce of weed. I remember doing Burmese Kush, like an ounce of weed, not even much, like maybe a little bit more, maybe 40 grams. And it's all gimbaled. So the idea was I was going to set it up for when Snoop came out and I was going to like smoke out the crowd and you can see it didn't even start like right about here a ring like, yeah. like somebody's phone rings and i'm like all right this is when it starts to kick in and then you watch this guy like and the crazy part is, is that when you start to look at you like that's a lot of smoke for an ounce of fucking weed yeah. and then it really starts to go about here and then the thing is when we're uh when we're huh. when we smoked everybody out on this one there was a bunch of people upstairs <laughs> like working in the studios and the offices and stuff and they were like they all came downstairs like what the hell i mean you can see it's fucking boom booming yeah. booming and so i was gonna <laughs> so i was gonna <laughs> so when we did that one it was uh we didn't get to do it for the show because it was an all-ages show they came down and freaked out they said you can't do it all ages it made a lot of sense i was like all right we can't be smoking out like 12 year olds with a fucking I guess you know what I mean I forgot but we got away with using stuff like that in Amsterdam in clubs for a while because no one ever did it before so we just kind of did it and then people were like you can't do that so like, this was in Amsterdam yeah so you know, so we got away with it every year just kind of so we didn't do it all the time like when we did it there's always that one guy who would be like, we got to do this all the time. <laughs> yeah. you'd, be like, you'd be like, well, first of all, I have to put up the weed all the time. So that's not going to That ain't going to happen for free. <laughs> but nowadays, everybody has weed. Whereas back in the day, yeah. you know, even in Amsterdam, I'd be like feeling like sometimes like, shit, I'm the only guy who's got good weed right around. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of good weed going on. And so uh, nowadays, here in the States, same thing. There's a lot of weed. There's not a lot of great weed, you know. And, mm -hmm. uh, do you do anything on the sort of uh, extraction side since you've got an active brain and, and you're always building in your mind stuff? No, or? there's only so much I can take on, man. The bandwidth? Well, what we need is yeah. a, a space cannon leaf blower. Yeah. It's yeah. possible. <laughs> I think the combination could work. You know, the other thing, too, it's interesting is, uh, uh, so, the other, so what I did was I took that concept and I built, so I have a, I'm a, friend, of my, a friend of mine made a, made a box that's mm -hmm. exactly like this except bigger. And he put, because uh, he's Dutch, he's really simple. He put a fucking uh, uh, a, a motor in here. Yep. That hooks up to your uh, power. And if your power goes out, it pops on and kicks on the fucking small fucking fan. And then he has a set setting for one. So it was just exactly like this, except the giant version, except it wasn't burning anything uh, until I touched it. And, <laughs> and then what we did was we took, so the intake's here. The exhaust is here, and inside here is a fan, and then the settings were down here. You go click, 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 and then what we did was we just mounted a big old bong right here, and it's about to scale. It's about like that, and then it was all glass from here to here, and then what we did was put water here. Same exact sort of idea, except this, and then goes into here, and then we click it on. So I've already got, the, I've already got it. We just have mm -hmm. to. Uh, 
make a new version of this that matches your deal. So it has, you know, so it's got some, it's not kind of like it. <laughs> it's got to be exactly precision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but we have the basis of it already made. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a good idea, but it was definitely one of those ones where it was a hard sell because, uh, I mean, not so many people care anymore about smell. It's kind of like one of those things where few people get in trouble, but the numbers of small growers who even care or think ahead, you know, like that, and have because the whole point with this one is it would last like seven days if you had it on the lowest setting, mm-hmm. which would just move it enough to keep the botrytis from coming and things like that, which made sense because Holland's really wet. Colorado's so dry, nobody really cares. If somebody, you know, it's like, well, whatever, I go in there with a light. You know, it's like, it's like, doesn't really have the same impact. But, um, yeah, in general, I think we, we I think we have ourselves a winner as far as, uh, like you said, portability, huge. Um, you didn't get to smoking yet, though. I did not. Oh, packet fresh worm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, if you uh, oh, one more thing, Adam. When you take it off, make sure that you have the carb clear, because if it's not, then it'll suck water out of the perk. You know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah, with your fingers like yeah, that. Yeah, yep, like that. Yep. Okay, gotcha. There's a video when you get your uh, kit. It definitely has a little learning curve, I oh, think. If you're, holding, the... if you're holding on to the carb and you pull it off, it'll yeah. leak water out. Okay. It shoots it back. I yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Because there's that no, makes sense. It creates a suction. Right. Yeah. See, you learn all those things, huh? Yeah. That's the, that was the thing about making uh Luckily, I knew that before. That wasn't something that I had to learn. Uh, and I had, previously, I had like this little, you've probably seen them before, a little, the little globe bubbler. Uh-huh. And it didn't have a carb. So the, the trick was that, with that, was you would hold it upside down mm-hmm. and then take the pen off, the battery part. And then the water would come out, but it wouldn't go into your atomizer because you were pulling your atomizer out. Uh, you can you can just take okay. a hit. You can just take a hit. We will believe you. Alright. If you want I can get a I can get a new cam here going. Come here. Go go. There you oh, go. Okay. Do it, do it, do it. Is it watching? I don't know if you know if this one's watching, but Yeah, there's definitely not enough water there. in there. Oh, some guy who filled it up didn't put enough water. <laughs> That's a huge hit. That's good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. One more, because I think you have, yeah, there you go. Now you're getting better. See, you got to get, it's one of the, it's, that's the thing, is you get a lot of hits. For, for, there you go. Now we're yeah, talking. It, it conserves your product. It's an investment, because you're not overheating it. You're getting the most out of your concentrates. I think you, got you a know good, what I'm I saying? Think, I think you got a good hit up. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's a good one. All right. Oh, that wasn't even on there. Was no. It? <laughs> I had, I had the perfectest thing. It wasn't I on? I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I had the best shot, too, right? That was amazing, actually. It was way shot. better than yours. I know. <laughs> well, there you go. Now I challenge That's what happens on stoners. That's what happens on stoners. Uh, now, you had the good angle, though. You had the backlight. So yeah. You had it all going on. Well. You just didn't know. I'm like... So let's see. The way that I do it is I'll, I'll kind of like <laughs> twist one hand one way and the other this way. Like Give this. It, yeah, okay. I just didn't want to unscrew like, the top too much. Yeah, yeah. 
I felt that last time when I turned it. So I was like, hmm, if you unscrew the top and pull it, you might fuck the threads up. And then you got the special you threads. You can tighten and it. And then nobody will ever be able to make them again. And then, so nah. what would it, okay, so say, it's pretty, it's so say somebody's an idiot and they break the top off because somehow they just do because they're idiots, which is probably like what I'll do. So mm-hmm. how much does that cost? 50 and uh, for the what, for the Doctor Dabber switch, the replacement glass is seventy five, and for the Puffco Peak, that's how I consider. Mm-hmm. If you're in the market, yeah. you're looking at getting something right. that's portable. Yeah, um, I look at those two as our direct competitors, and that's why I always compare prices and stuff with them. So sure. uh, Puffco Peak replacement glass is a hundred, and Atomizer's replacement for both of them. The switch in the peak is uh, 40, and ours is 25. And ours, I bet you, guarantee you they last longer because we have that temperature control where mm-hmm. they have temperature setting. Mm-hmm. So they're sending excess heat to their coils when we're not. We're just going straight to that temperature and maintaining. Sure. And uh, again, these things, in case say someone drops it and fucks it up, can they... Uh, order a new one, get a discount if they send the old one. Is there any kind of deals or for re- retards? Is it retard deal? I mean, so you're, if, like, you're like, oh, I got it. Ooh. I mean, if I you break the mod, you yeah, you yeah. did something really stupid. Okay. It's durable. Uh, like, okay. it's not. Something broke. What was that? Yeah. Is that nice? No. No way. Nice. Oh, actually, no, I do. broke the atomizer. Oh, my God. Thought, but that's, yeah. it was the ceramic in the atomizer. Uh, I thought something came out. I was like, oh, what's that? Oh. But, but the, mod, the mod is fine. See, you should have taken, taken off the thing. I actually sold a... Uh, so now we're done. I Toast. sold a... Um, oh. I'll get you another one. Yeah, of course. But well, you have a replacement, but I, yeah. I will get you another one as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. That'll be it's totally my fault. See, I have the kind of floor, though. This is the worst floor to do any take. Like, yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's... You don't want to so. dare this floor. <laughs> don't dare this floor with anything like... Oh, unbreakable! No. I'll, dare it with, I'll dare it with the mod. Yeah. No, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, no, I believe it, and that's the thing, because it's, it, is, it is solid, and it's all machined properly and stuff. And, so so, and the glass, it won't break if you, gla- if you drop it on a wood floor. Right. I I sold I went to like a a cannabis uh, networking event after party I went to the event too <laughs> but at the after party I was like I was a little bit drunk I had like a couple couple drinks and no. um, I was talking about the durability of it and I was like I can just drop it on the floor right now and I pulled out of my I pulled it out of my pocket and they're like don't do it don't do it and I dropped it picked it up with the glass piece on and everything and the one guy was like. You got any of those on you right now? I was of like, sure do. Of course. Oh, nice. So yeah, well, that's cool. You can spray with that stuff for the sneakers. You know, like you can like it makes everything indestructible. You seen that? Uh uh-uh. uh. They have some spray shit. That you I'm going to use this. Adam. Oh, <laughs> like the Scotch Guard yeah. or whatever you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was going to ask you. You just can't like, overfill it. It's only a little. It's only a little bit that broke. And that that doesn't do anything as far as the ceramic part. That's just as far as the heat sink, right? What's well, that, I mean, what's yeah. On, what's on the outside of that? Is that aluminum though, or is it? Uh, uh, it's yeah. not going to get hot enough to affect you. That's for sure. Oh, you'll not hot enough to get affect you. But okay. either way, I have so, I have enough. So, room. what time is it right now? Uh, it's five thirty, five forty. Okay, so I think in twenty minutes uh, we're going to have, uh, I believe James calling in, and you can hang out and talk with him too. Like yeah, sure. Who's James from uh, Loud Scenes? Sweet. So he's calling in, I believe, around then. That's what time I told him. Uh, so let's do quick shout-outs so don't forget that because then once he calls, it'll be impossible. 
Um, if you need to go to the bathroom or anything like that, while I'm doing shadows, is the perfect time. Sweet. Uh, so or just hang out. Yeah, <laughs> or just be there, <laughs> holding your bladder, going, "Oh my god!" I'm, no, I'm um, gonna drink some more water. Sure. sure. And then uh, let's start off with Space Cannon right out of the gate for showing up right here on the on the doorstep, which is yeah. amazing because it was one of those things where when I, when it's the right season we can talk, but right now I don't have any good clothes for you. I got some t-shirts and stuff, but I got no complete. Oh, you're gonna give me a you're gonna well, yeah, heady trade? We're gonna do yeah, we're gonna figure I something out. That. I mean, you might want to give me another one that I can give to my, somebody. For, you know, we'll figure something out, but you know, yeah, we'll, no, we'll get you, I'm we'll totally get you on, open to that. We'll idea get you as well. on. We'll get you on the back and forth, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate um, that. So, do you plan on doing any kind of like um, new designs that are more? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I definitely do home, home use or something. Well, or? Oh, um, I, I mentioned that before. Um, we're talking to a few different like glass nice, blowers right like now. A, like a nice stand for this would be dope too. Though. Like something that you click it on and then you it's know any glass blowers that will do all that. Uh, you know, we, we have some people on, on that'd be great. Show. People that listen to the show might be interested. Tell, so, them, tell them your dream and have them create it. Okay. Cause it will, what I was asking, I want it to be embraced by the glass community. What, I don't want what, the glass community to look at the space cannon as a threat to, sure. and to what, what they're doing. What is the, um, the joint here? Is this kind of standard? Like I was asking earlier, I think, but I don't um, remember. Oh, it's the diameter. I mean, it's a stand, it's a pretty standard piece. It's not like something you can't get because that's the whole key is getting that joint to the right guys because yeah you can't it's make this piece so it's eight the diameter is 18 millimeter uh-huh. because uh i mean if it's a pretty i mean it's a pretty straightforward uh yeah thing and they what they can do is they also can use this glass uh-huh. and like kind of hollow it out and then build off of this piece if they wanted to mm-hmm. but it should you know the glass blowers that i spoke to they said it was no problem sure connecting to that good yeah no it's pretty straightforward like I said, nice, a nice big stainless steel, you know, boom, stick it on there. And when you get home, you have a sort of like... You're going to have to draw it out. I got it. And I then, get it. I and get then, it. No. And yeah. then I'll make it happen for you. Okay. I like it. And uh, The Adam Dunn stand. Yeah, exactly. With some beard on it that catches on fire. <laughs> fucking fly, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring home the gun and from my mom. I'll bring it home this weekend. So next week, I'm going to murder this fly on the show for sure. Um, I love your windows, by the way. I love that. It's like all window, your whole wall. The dirtiness. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not very clean, but it's uh, awesome it's how got, much I got light a six you year, get. I got a six-year-old. It's pretty good for today. I think it looks pretty yeah. good. There's only a lot of handprints down there. Yeah, I can tell. It's only on the bottom. There. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just where, the, it's where it runs around. He runs around, the kid. Um, all right, let me give my shout-outs right now. We're going to start with uh, the guys from... Uh, from uh, New Millennium, of course. We saw them at the show out in uh, Oregon, and uh, they had the whole crew out there, so hopefully they made some good sales with the EPAPs and all that stuff. But in general, uh, New Millennium stuff is real easy to use, especially in a large-scale production. So if you're uh, working in a facility and you want to figure stuff out, you just have to give them a heads-up and... They can come up with a program that'll be competitive, priced, super high quality, um, easy to use, and uh, you know, just made by guys who actually have been in the industry a long ass time. So for them, it wasn't about coming out with the flashiest, coolest product like that, but it's just stuff that really works. And 
to me it's amazing because if I smell certain products from it, I'm like, oh yeah, this smells exactly like what it did when I was because Holland has been so far ahead with large scale production and we weren't we weren't ready for it before. We were kind of like dabbling, and the thing is, uh, at this point in time. You, these guys are kind of floating in the middle, which is good because they're they're still sourcing super high quality. But they have like nine fulvic acids in one product, so that's already crazy. Like nine different sources of something that's really really fucking high end. So it's not even like they're they're that spectrum has been completely saturated. So if that doesn't work, <laughs> nothing's gonna work. You know what I mean? So, uh, but in general, you go to newmillenniumnutrients.com. Check out their store finder, their sort of, uh, they have their um, calculator there for you. So figure your, if you have a couple square meters, you have a couple of hundred square meters, a couple thousand square meters can all be figured out. So you get the right amount every time. And uh, you also can go to uh, their website and check out the store finder, find out the closest to you. If you don't find it near you, you just tell them, you know what? Get this fucking food, please, because I don't feel like ordering it direct. And definitely don't get it on Amazon. I hate Amazon. <laughs> drives me nuts. Like, yeah. I can't buy nothing now. People just like, Amazon. You're like, what? Like, the minute, and then it'll be there. And you'll be like, what? I'm not, I, this is my company. I'm not putting it on, but somebody did. And whatever. At that point, you're like, oh, my God. I'm competing with some guy who and then I, I ordered a couple times I saw hoodlums for so cheap it didn't even make sense I was like oh yeah I'll take it right now boom and then I got scammed and then you know what I mean I was like of course they didn't have it I knew they didn't have it never got it you know got my money back but That's I good. but I you know waited for a good year or something like I was like what is this thing gonna ever come and I was like but it was like too good to be true it was like 36 bucks for a hoodlum and I was just like oh I'm gonna flip it was one of my uh, the really nice ones we had so just like I knew it was a either somebody who didn't care you see yeah, it's either somebody who didn't care or somebody who, you know aha there she is cool give her the eggs there boom <laughs> right there you go look at that we got some crazy ass deliveries going on right <laughs> did you give her a bunch of weed no eggs no. eggs and some parts to uh to, so she's, she does she does our cut and sew as you can tell very she's like oh my god what are they doing in there well, um, where was she, um, we, we, she was making some uh, clothes because we are doing uh, some dog okay. doing dog jackets she, well, I was uh, curious about her attire me too I never met her so now I okay. realize that she's like almost Amish or something right? yeah we had an Amish-ish we had an Amish-ish chick just come by and I, I used the chick very, very loosely because that's what you're supposed to do but yeah. don't, don't take me seriously over here <laughs> uh, but in general uh, yeah sorry to make you work so hard at MTI I didn't realize she was bringing all that like whoa yeah that's uh, it's a good thing Good thing we didn't have to do that. Good thing we didn't have... Huh? That's the most work MTI's done for the Adam Dunn show besides actually, like, dealing with fucking Skype. Oh, yeah, you work at the sh- you work at a factory, though, right? That's what you guys do. Do you move stuff around there, or are you just sitting around? What do you do? Where? At my work? Yeah, you work, right? I'll have, I'll have work all day. Oh, see, so you work. That's good. Okay. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't That's know. That's what I do all day long, man. Moving shit. Running around. Running around. I, wa- I walked like three to ten miles 
at the end of the day, depending on how busy we are. That's what we do. All right, so sorry, we 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 still a new millennium, but we're off of it now. We're gonna jump over to our buddies over in Cribbles, the best edibles. I was actually over hanging out with Derek yesterday. Um, in his uh, idea box, he's got he's got he's literally his office just keeps getting thicker and thicker with like layers and layers and layers of stuff like just pile it. like oh my god different um, edible ideas combinations of packaging and things and you know but he he likes to have the chaos and the fucking in the zone mm-hmm. which, which is kind of my way of doing stuff too but I'm not allowed to because now my wife's Swedish so I have been like tamed yeah to have zones that mm-hmm. I'm allowed to have stuff. <laughs> but but like yeah, even though my house is chaos right now, it's because my my kid. But we can you know, and it's like whoa, where did it all go? <laughs> very very organized in that way. Um, but these guys are Incredibles. They have the best selection, the best um, quality, best fucking grow the plant properly, process it properly, make the oil out of it. So there's no middleman. There's no buying other but other people's products. So you know exactly what you're getting. Some of their strains are so on point that they just you know add to the actual final product, which is huge. And then um, yeah, just you know quality and quality out. That's how things work. Doesn't matter what you're doing. These guys are doing it right and uh, taking it over state by state. So if you go to their iloveincredibles.com website, you can find. Store finder may be near you, if, even if you're in like Nevada or like Oregon now, a few other places. Uh, they're they're just stomping around, hitting new states all the time. So go to iloveincredibles.com, take a look and see if that's happening. Oh, yeah, what's going on over there? Um, sorry to interrupt. It's okay. Got um, something from from the east from like somewhere. jars popping. Yeah, from Maine. Oh. I wanted to give these guys a shout if you didn't mind. Sure, let's do it. Um, John Kelly. Best way to do it. From he's the owner of Aware Head Shop in Portland, Maine. All right, and his partner Adam. Okay, another Adam. That'd be three. Yeah, of us. another Adam. Man, three of us on the show. Uh, would be terrible. Be like hey, Adam. What? <laughs> we could just be the most annoying guys ever. Okay, so now good. You're good. So, I want to let you pack it because then now this product's really oily, and so it's good that it actually cut through that one pretty good. It took a little while, and you can tell this is a little more flaky. Um, this is CBD. Okay, so it's gonna sp- with cannabis terps. What? You like that, right? I don't know. You don't like? Uh, I did, try. I mean, He's gonna like it. Can I smell? <laughs> He's yeah. gonna like it. Look, he pointed over at him. <laughs> Everyone He's loves this like- CBD. I like everything. I mean, it's good. Well, and I like CBD too. It's actually, very, but. it's very sappy, piney, kind of weird, like too much almost. But it's, yeah, it's. It almost has like a mentholatum type of smell to it. Mentholatum now, is that anything? I don't know. Like, it almost, it smelled a little vixy to me, okay, but. Yeah, it, okay, so what is the, um, you said it's got cannabis terps? Cannabis terps. And that's like a complete, what are they doing? Like taking out the, like just the, myrcene and just the limonene and just the pinene and just the, you know, basic ones, beta carotene and that kind of stuff? Or are they actually taking all the terps as one? That's that plant, and then they're putting it back in. That's it. That's, see, I almost think that would be the smarter way to do it because once you take it down and you make it, then you fuck it all up. Because you'll never do I mean, no matter how cool you think you are, you fucked up because of the monoterpenes that are lost. Things are lost in the process because of the temperature and that higher that it goes. You know how it is. It's like you you had it here, but it's gone when it's there. And it's just. You, well, why don't you smoke and then you, you'll know? I'll know. Oh, no. This is, those, are mm-hmm. the, those are like the sales guys. Sales guys. <laughs> 
I mean, I taste the CBD. Mm. It tastes. I mean, it, it tastes pleasant, but mm -hmm. it's but it's it's a product. I mean, at that point, it's a product. You know, what I mean, it's not a like if, if you call that winter mist or whatever, or you know, trail trailblazer or whatever, whatever name. What would you call it? I think you would have a great name for it. I mean, it's kind of sappy and tra like, you like trailblazer. Yeah. You like trailblazer. <laughs> winter mist, I think. Was the one there. Winter mist. Winter That's mist. It's got a winter mist trailblazer by like a pine pine. Yeah, it's it's color. definitely get that cherry CBD thing going on in there, and then you have the. To me, it's like it tastes a little bit like Vicks to me, and that's. But maybe that's just years of raving people throwing <laughs> that shit in my face. It's, <laughs> it's got a little. It's got a little bit. I can see that. I think it's the like the pine mixed with the cherry that makes it mm -hmm. have that like a tiny bit of a menthol. Yeah, and there's no menthol in there. Or no, no, definitely not. So the cherry is pure CBD cherry. Well, like cherry menthol, you know sure. what I'm saying? Because I mean, people it already has that. Yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. W the part that was added though, it's interesting because it's like it's not necessary. And maybe, like, the thing about that cherry is if you taste it, like, if you called it CBD and it was pure cherry, no, nothing else, mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, you know, like, right. it passes that 100%, like, there you go, that's medicine. If somebody wants, I want CBD, boom, there you go. Now, whether it would work as good as, now, what's it, you know, if it had, like, a one-to-one -one or whatever ratio, because we know that the ratios are more important than the than anything, really, than, than the... Like it could be like seven and six, but it would work really good compared to a twenty-one zero. You know, what I mean, just yeah. because the person to be like, I don't know, I'm not getting nothing out of that except paranoid or whatever. And you're like, okay, but try this. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm like, Phew. and you're like, there's nothing. You know what I mean? But for them, hits every bell and whistle. You know, um, you ever have the smoke tested compared to like the product and kind of worker ratio and see if there's lossage or any potential gainage, I guess. Of, oh, you're uh, talking about... Uh oh here it is. Like this? Like this. Bing! What is this? This talks about the benefits of temperature control. Gotcha. And, like, when you start to have combustion. Mm -hmm. And um, the different flavors you taste at different temperatures. Gotcha. Yeah. That's interesting. And this is pure science. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I, I stole this from these guys. Okay, stole it. And I, I, gotcha. I read it, uh, their article, and it was very mm -hmm. sciencey. You said, ah, uh, science. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steal bull crap. Right. I only steal the best. <laughs> I only steal the best of the And it happens to look like a trichome, too. Is that your design? No, no, I stole the whole thing. Oh, just the entire yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have time for all that, man. No? Okay, uh -huh. so... Uh, it's just a booklet. That yeah. talks about the benefits of vaping. Gotcha. Compared to, you know. Maybe they can see. Can they see yeah, totally see it. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so the benefits of vaping. I mean, in it's a not readable, but. No, no, but yeah. there it is. It's there. In a trichrome shape, That's obviously cool. looking like poo poo on the top and looking <laughs> like golden, you know, perfect. Well, a little green, but then it goes to kind of a nice gold at the very bottom. You see the, the best, which is hard because. 
when you smoke a lot, it's like if it's not, if it's just like that weird little, you know, you're like, oh, this is not doing it right now. And so kind of have to get choked a little bit. Then with this one, it seemed like it could even lower because I saw it goes up to like retarded temperatures too, right? So if you wanted to, and you're an idiot, you could go seven ten, bro, and cook it and toast it in five minutes, right? And mm. how long does your atomizer work then? I think it's still going to last pretty long because you're not going above seven ten, and that's the highest. That's the highest, yeah. Just Which be, is just way because, too high. Anyway. Just because, yeah, so yeah that's, you, like, that's, that's the marketer in me. Yeah, and yeah. it really truly is burning a seven ten. Yes. I had uh, the manufacturer shoot it with a uh, infrared temperature gun. Gotcha. That was the major breakthrough when I was dealing with the head honcho. It was it was it was he was the middle guy between me and the engineers. Of course, I forgot to go finish with my shadows. Of course, no. Go ahead. <laughs> I forgot. We got onto the bed. Yeah, it's cool. Wanna... You can leave it there. You can leave it. Okay. Shout out to he'll be doing it on the screen anyway. And we were on uh, Incredibles. At, at well, we, just, we were finishing out Incredibles, yes. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're uh, crushing the game anyway, like I said. So if you haven't heard of them, you've now heard of them. <laughs> and if you uh, are lucky enough to have them, get them, because they're usually sold out. And even inside the crew, when they see, oh, we got the creams. Ah, we got it. You're mm-hmm. like, Jesus. <laughs> Time's tight sometimes, so the product's good. Um we were going to then jump over to see our boy from uh, Build the Soil, Jeremy, which uh, we haven't heard from in a while. We actually have to get him on the show because we totally blew the entire season. Like We, we might as well have not even... Had, we, we missed the whole spring. We, we were like, yeah, we're having it on the spring. And summer. <laughs> we all it. We're all tired and busy in the summer. Well, now we'll do a fall show. Let's talk about prepping your things for next year or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll come up with something. But those guys are the wealth of knowledge some of the best products in the uh, organic game they're all under one roof you can order them have them delivered if you're inside of Colorado or was it what was Colorado where they had like a little Colorado and New Mexico New Mexico right and then they have a deal going on where it's over 500 bucks it's free so you can get all cray cray and be ordering I need more soil <laughs> heavy ass shit milk that stuff no. mm-hmm. but in general you can order anything no fear if you if you're and you need to spend a little bit of money prepping for next year because that's where we're at now because it's almost over. Now it's time to watch out for rippers. It's really what you to watch out for. Mm. Ripper time. You have to have a ripper, ripper watch coming up soon, right? Yeah. Because that's going to be the, the next thing you're going to see all over Facebook. Oh, yeah. I got my plants stoled. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. come? You're like, because you're on Facebook every day with it and everyone knows where you live and they see the plants and you're like, just about telling everybody you want to harvest on Thursday. <laughs> besides that, <laughs> besides that, um, your plant has its own Facebook page. Exactly. That's, when you, that's why you, your shit went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Build the Soil is the source for all those hard to find products. Some great stuff. Um, when you need your dehydrated coconut, when you need your aloe, when you need your IPM products when you need your, you know, uh, guano-based products or you need your teas or whatever, whatever that may be, they're the, they're, the, well, they're the ones to contact. And you can go to two different sources, obviously. You can go to their website, which is buildasoil.com. You can also go to 855-877-SOIL and talk to a human-ish or some sort of human-like machine, hopefully. Uh, and, but the humans that you will talk to are awesome and they'll take care of you, which is tough when you sometimes 
don't even know what you're asking for, especially in that kind of world where the big switchover when people go from their salts to their organics is a it's a big learning curve, but it's worth it. So get on that organic game, give them a call. Obviously tell them that I'm done show sent you. I think everybody, especially if they're mail order, you're gonna get pushed to the back of the line, your shit's gonna get stomped on probably, but mm-hmm. it'll get there. No, it'll you should you should get to the front of the line and you should actually have the best of carriage. Maybe something cool. We'll see. We we never we never make any promises because we know how it goes, so Usually you get extra, extra special treatment. That's what I've, that's what I've always noticed. Um, 855-877-SOIL or buildasoil.com. Who else we got? We got WallaceWild.com coming up. Wallace, Wallace. This shit's humongous now. Can you, I mean, you can look him up. I don't know if you want to pull him up, but uh, on his Facebook and stuff, is he's definitely peaking out at like 1900 pounds or something or 1700 pounds or i don't know they're getting big so he's he's a competitive pumpkin grower east coast world record holder a couple years in a row his dad actually beat his record one year so they're like it's in the fam and uh pretty impressive stuff so we have him on for the basically if you have any mycorrhizal issues any soil conditioning things you want to get in touch with this guy. He's like, when I went and saw his soil, it was like butter. I was like, I just put my hands out. I was like, this is all for one pumpkin. It was like 1,420 square feet of uh, canopy, one pumpkin, all feeding one mother. You know, you're just like watching that thing like, holy shit, dude. That's a lot of, and then a couple of dead ones, you know, like this one died. So that lose that whole corner. But... Any mycorrhizal conditions, that's the ones you want to go to. Yo, yo, is that James? Yo, yo, is that James? That's better. Try again. Huh? Try again. Try again? Say hi. Yo, hear me now? Hello? Hey there, James. Hey, this is James. <clears throat> yo, I'm just doing shout-outs. I'll be down in like two minutes so you can... Hang in there. Okay, or... I can barely hear you guys. It's super staticky. Staticky? Okay, that's weird. How about now? Hold on, we're checking. Still staticky? I can hear you. It's just not coming in very loud. Should I try calling back? Yeah, yeah give a call back. Give it like uh, two minutes, three minutes. I'm going to finish up my, uh, or even five minutes. Just give it five minutes and I'm going to finish up my shout outs. How's that? And then give a call back. Cool. Okay. Thanks. Hmm. We had it so tight. And then chaos happened. Uh, but no, anyway, Mr. Ron Wallace is the man with the giant pumpkin plan, and he's also got the mycorrhizals covered. So if you need help in that department, like I said, he's the guy you want to talk to. Um, like I said, build a soil is a great source, but this guy is the direct source for the, the microbes himself. We got like a crazy amount of sun coming. We're gonna die soon. We're gonna be all bleached out. <laughs> I'm gonna look a hundred years old. Do you got the cloth? Uh, you know, it was over here somewhere. Maybe you got those rugs now, though. It's funny. I think it's over here. You can yeah. look in those bags right there. 
Okay, well, can we, let's finish shout-outs first. Yeah, we'll finish shout-outs. I'll, I'll bleach myself out. We can, we can use You're the... not even on the camera right now. So. There you go, even better. Uh, I have Wallace with a big old... There's his pumpkins. That's, pumpkin that's his 1,900 pounds right there? That's probably about two, yeah. I think that's last year's because that's... It's January 19th, it says on the date. So. And there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a festival for that, right? Oh, yeah. He goes... Well, they're everywhere, but he goes to the New England one, which is fucking competitive because New England has a very interesting sort of angle from the sun and the time frame. They get like an extra two weeks and everybody gets all whines and bitches. Like, you get two weeks more. You know, you know they all fucking got the accents too. So it makes it more crazy because it's competitive yeah. for real. But uh, he's crushed it many years in a row. So it's one of those deals where if you uh, get a chance, contact him direct and at wallacebow.com mm-hmm. and uh, tell him you guy came from the Adam Dunn show. I guarantee you'll get extra special treatment because when I was there, he told me how he just, you know, front loads your boxes, boy. Here you go. Man, I've done show extra specials. Um, and uh, also wealth of knowledge, so just give him a heads up. He's probably going to be busy now, though. It's that time of year, so be careful. And Green Farms. Green Farms. Last week I missed it because I didn't have my prompt things set up i was like what and forgot my newest sponsor guys over green farms doing things right here in colorado completely organic uh all uh no-till also cover crops i mean all the all the and, and this is all indoors and greenhouse kind of everywhere but indoors is quite exciting because uh you get to see how plants respond uh you know, fl- also the profiles and the flavors and all these things that are just a little bit more unique. The uh, the satisfaction of growing that way is really dope because you're. I mean, it, it, it's funny because I went by their spot and I was cruising around and they just harvested and I started looking down and I was like, wait a minute, are those crystals in every fucking thing? And then sure enough, there was a little crystal in every pot. So I was like, all right, they're they're, they're definitely, you know putting in the effort mm-hmm. these are indoor plants too so it's kind of one of those things where you know it was, it was 100% organic and, a, and definitely a hard road because when you're doing those things you gotta like build it really slow and the first couple rounds are not so great and then all of a sudden they get better and better and that's a, just in this industry it's so hard to find people that are willing to take that time frame with anything so when you do you should uh, you know kind of focus on those companies and Green farms are ones you want to keep an eye on because that's their whole philosophy. You know, completely uh, closed loop systems, feeding the plants, you know, cannibalizing them and turning them back into their own nutrients and mad cowing the plants. Mad cow. You will all get mad cow from smoking green farms. It's obvious, bro. So, <laughs> but they're also, speaking of which, they're using buffalo too. So. Nice. So it's all buffalo based. Mad cow. Feeding buffalo buffalo. <laughs> No, feed, feeding buffalo and hemp is always good. Uh, that's a good circle. And hemp to the buffalo, to the hemp, to the buffalo, to the hemp. Let's see how we sound now. How are you sounding now? Better? Uh, it's a little bit better. Let's, let's see, let's see. Is there any way on your side? Try it again. How about now? Nope. Uh, no, nothing? That's not changed anything? Do, uh, I, do I sound better? That, that sounds a little better. I, I'm not sure. I'm driving right now. I wonder, let, let me pull over. 
All right. Well, we're still doing our things anyway. We're still doing our things anyway. So pull over and call me back. <laughs> no problem. Okay. All right. So uh, let's finish these things before we go eh, sidetracked anymore. Green Farms, doing things right. Green Farms, Farm, greenfarmsco.com, right? No, greenfarms.co. Oh, greenfarms.co. Greenfarms.co.com. There you go. Co. C-O. Oh, that's it? Just co? Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. We're getting even crazier. It's new and hip, man. That's the hippest that's thing. has been around ever. for a minute. Oh, that's the hippest <laughs> hip, hip, thing ever, bro. Herb.co. Um, so now, uh, but now they're, they're doing all sorts of, uh, cross things as far as, like I said, Buffalo and, uh, organic farms and refits and things. So we're having the show more often. We're going to have, uh, also Brian on the show from Buffalo laying down some knowledge in the near future. Uh, so yeah, hit those guys up, buff, Buffalo, not well, buffalo.com and also greenfarms.com. That's CEO. Oh, yeah, that's you. One more time. <laughs> We're almost through. Yo, yo, yo. Better now? Hey, what's up? It's super, it... super static still. Huh. Super static. I, can hear, I can hear you. That's weird. And all, how about, let me see his mic. How about this mic? James, how about this uh, mic? That, that, that sounds a little better. Which one? A. The, the whatever you're on now seems better. This one, okay. Huh. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's do some rearranging. So, James. Here. All right. How about now? Better. Yeah, I can hear you guys now. Okay, it's weird. I don't know. Got the dead. We got the crazy dead mic, which of course the host had. And the other one for the other guy. How you been, my friend? It's been a long time. Yeah, dude, it's been a minute. I've been great. Things are fantastic. Um, we were supposed to have you on last week. Obviously, we got a little uh, fucked over with our Skype and our because our main guy wasn't around. But now we almost we 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 creeping closer to to some sort of a, a of a real show here. Uh, but now we got you on this week, which is awesome. We also have a, in, in, the stu- in the studio we have another Adam, just to, be, to make it more make it easy and yet confusing all at the same time. That's I guess the idea. But it's got How to doing, James. Where you at? Where, where you at right now? Where are you driving? Where you stuck in traffic at? You hear me? Hello. You're cutting in and out. I can't hear you. Yeah, I think he's is he back on the road again? Sounds like he's back on the road. Are again. you driving? Or are you are you uh, stopped? I am uh, almost to the place where I can stop. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. It's just like uh, no, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, no problem. Hold on one second. That's okay. We're, we got one more shout out to do right anyway. What we got? Oh, we have seats here now. Of course, the guys who brought this, who are bringing this whole thing together right now, the seats here now crew. Uh, all over delivering the goods, but right now they're delivering us uh, James from Loud Seeds and James from the other James from uh, Seeds Here Now. He can hit you. He can guarantee any genetics that he provides you with any from any of these top American breeders, which is awesome. So even if you have issues, which can happen, man, it's fucking nature. That's what happens. Nature, natural things. But if you have something you're not happy with, you just give them a heads up. They'll get you a new replacement. 
Just don't be a dick, you know. <laughs> don't, don't push it. Don't push it. And uh, you go to seedsfornow.com or you go to seedaholics.com if you want to pick up the latest drops here from Loud or from TH Seeds or from any of the, like I said, top top American breeders. Uh, you can also go to seedaholics, and that's where they have their um, they have their uh, like auction sites, and they have also last packs and lost packs and things like that so you can find some of literally seed companies have been built off of that that fucking site where it's just like oh my god this thing was gone forever and now it's back and i have a seed company <laughs> i've already seen it i've seen it happen at least twice so um but go to the seedaholics.com and check out what they got and also like i said in the auctions or in the charities they're 100 percent for the charity so if there's something there that you know santa rosa fire things like that people already forgot about those are still happening. Those are still people who still need, you know, something. So those are good, good things to jump on because, you know, we're getting towards the, you know, time where people start to forget those that those communities aren't fucking not happening, but they're definitely happening. So hit them up. And James, you're there live. We hear you, or you're still driving. He's in an Uber, I think. That's what's going on. He's Ubering. It's the Uber show. The Adam Uber show. Adam Uber done show. (laughs) Uh Aha, we have... See, it's funny because I always see the things in delay, so I'm like, ah, there they are. There are the things that I was looking at. Tons of drops going on. Uh... Black thing, it's either going to be here in those little things there, or it's going to be in the closet right there, hanging up on the, one of those bags. One of those things, but I'm going to die. I mean, one of those shows. I was hoping it was going to be all cloudy, because when it's cloudy, it's fine, but when the sun kicks in, we get knocked, we get knocked out. Okay, so uh, yeah, I James, can, we got, I can scoot down, too. Oh, it's okay. I mean, I think you'll find yeah, it's either maybe hanging up right there on the side, just like hanging up in those weird things in, the, in a bag, in its own little bag or something. No. No. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was going to be a, a far stretch anyway. James, you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. Ah, you sound way better too. Good. Okay, so we're, we're, we're somewhere calm and relaxed, it sounds like. Ish. Yeah, totally. All right, sweet. So, again, long time uh, no see. I'm glad you're doing good and uh, linked up with James, the other James, uh, and getting back, like, kind of, not really back in the game because you don't really, never really left, right? But at the same time, new drops and things like that. So give me, give me, give me, give me an all my incredible, um, humongous amount of listeners. There's, there's millions of them, dude, so be careful what you say. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like hun- hundreds of, not millions, but hundreds of people. Uh, so like seven. Yeah, you know, I have my best friends, though, dude. Don't, don't, don't mess with them. Don't mess, totally. with, don't mess with them. Um, but yeah, so tell us what, what's been going down you are, and where you're based out of and those kind of things, because I know you were always yeah, an yeah, yeah. So international guy. I'm based out of like uh, Oakland, California, Right now, I mean, last season is still uh, Barcelona and the Netherlands, but uh, I'm based over here. we got some big moves coming up in California. Uh, we've been talking to a couple different companies, but really focusing with uh, my buddy Mike's company, Next Greenwave, who 
is a Canadian company that's about to IPO, and uh, they got some big things going. So we're looking at bringing uh, Loud Seeds to the states officially with them. So that looks like an interesting move for us. And mm-hmm. we've been doing all kinds of different breeding projects. Uh, Mike and I have been doing our own thing, and our other partner uh, is kind of moving some different things around. Uh, he's doing some distribution and so, stuff like that. So. But, yeah, I've been uh, doing all kinds of stuff. You know, I've been kind of out of the scene for four years, and now I'm kind of getting back into it. I got some interesting breeding projects going. Uh, dude, there's all these new strains. <laughs> all these new Crazy. Strains. Um, so, I mean, because you've always been, like, kind of world traveler, move, moving around a lot and stuff like that. Are you doing a lot of any, like, uh, like individual land race kind of things or, like, your own, I mean, your own particular things, not just other... other uh remixes or what's, what's, what's your focus i'm a huge fan of like all these you know there's tons of awesome land race strains and you know i, I think we need to kind of go back to that direction to find some new flavors because everything seems such a derivative of everything else it's like uh chems and cookies or ogs and cookies people try to say but I, I feel like it's really all these chems and cookies but it'd be nice to get some hindu kush back in the mix uh-huh you know, even some stuff that's, like, not even land race, but super, you know, some of the older stuff, like the Sensi Star, I got that. And so we're doing some stuff with some Sensi Star and putting some of the new stuff back with the old stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's the thing is, uh, it's like music a lot of times where young kids haven't really heard their vision, where, they, where their, a lot of their music comes from, so they don't understand. And you'd be like, oh, okay, that's an old fucking Cranberry song or whatever. And they're like, what? Who's that? You know what I mean? Because they're like... Absolutely, have no idea what's going on because uh, their starting their starting points are so much further down, you know. So, and uh, same with cannabis, it's like a lot of that's like the uh, uh, should be tape up in there somewhere, maybe if anywhere. Totally, and you know what? I don't have any problem with so. these new strains. I think there's a ton of awesome stuff. I mean, Tropicana Cookies is like one of my new favorites. It's like amazing but it's like now we're taking you know cookies and combining it with uh, tangy and now we've got this amazing tangy flavor with the cookies and, but uh dude we just need to get back into the old stuff i feel like even some of the old stuff i never really liked is like now i'm trying it again and i'm like whoa power plants fuck i never liked power plants for whatever reason i didn't like that you know 20 years ago and now i'm like whoa this stuff's amazing Really? So I was going to ask you if that was... Because I actually got Power Plant in a clone form from somebody recently uh, from Europe, and it was like and it was like uh, one of those things where I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, it's, you know, it's mid... It's like maybe five, six weeks in, and it's starting to look interesting. But at the same time, I, I, I think a lot of it's going to be like, oh, yeah, well... It's like when, when, you, when you got rid of things a long time ago, most of the reasons why, or when things that repelled you, the thing that was bad about us is that we just we didn't like it because it was Dutch, right? We are like, fuck, you know, fuck that power plant. Totally. It was a, it's a very consistent, very commercially viable plant, 100%. But, and, it pro- and I remember it made pretty decent hash, but it, wasn't, it just wasn't the, um, it just wasn't the, the kick was never there, you know what I mean? So I wonder how it goes. And there was so many good things when it was popping off. It was like, there's so many good strains. And it was like that, that when I saw it, it was kind of like when I first was introduced to some of the chems and like the sours and stuff like that. And it was like, Oh, well, power plant's cool, but I like these fucking OGs and these, these chems. Well, we didn't even have OGs. We had one OG for the longest time and that was it. Mm-hmm. But we had sours and we had chem dog and there was only one chem dog back then. But those were kind of, 
you know, I feel like those were right when we started seeing power plant was the same time. Those were just kind of getting lit up in the Bay Area. So, right. I think I think at the, hold on one second. I think the, the first Adam's got it all figured out. Just go into the dark zone, stay away from the light zone. So we might have to move mics in a second. Hold on, just we're, 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 we're moving. We're moving over. I'm getting I'm getting lighted out of my own spot here. So. Uh, all right. So. Um, so Oakland, you said, is, is the home stopping ground right now. And that's where you kind of came from, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Bay Area guy. I was, yeah. I was actually born in Portland, but raised in the Bay Area. I went to high school here. And, gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, I lived in Texas for a little bit. That doesn't work. Yeah. That doesn't work for anyone who likes to smoke weed. I feel like it's a tough place to do it. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, CBD only there, right? So they're they're they're, they're poised right. to do it, and it's going to be crazy when it goes down because, as you know, you know, once the money starts flowing and it starts turning into a real thing, people, especially with the hemp side, I think that's going to really just open up the doors to a lot of, you know, once people see because here it doesn't like there's no fences or anything anywhere. Nobody's trying to like hide it. They're just putting it next to the highway or next to a main road. And in Vermont, I saw places that where people were just nice looking plants you know right off the side of the road and no security at all which is the way it should be but you know the what they want you to do is make it look like a fucking prison or something you know what i mean and then then everybody thinks it's really worth something but if it's just hemp it should be just fucking what it is you know totally yeah oregon same thing grants pass i'm like driving on the side of the road the other day uh, coming back from the cannabis science conference and it's like there's acres and acres of hemp just growing openly Right on the side of the road, right on the side of the freeway. Yeah, and it's it's a it's definitely one of those things where, uh, you know, now it really feels like we we're winning. You know, the the bigger picture, which is, you know, that that exact thing of you know acres of hemp has to be turned into something, right? So hopefully, because the problem is everybody does it for CBD right now, and that makes it kind of a false it's like a false hemp word. You know, what I mean, totally it should, it should just be like. You know, you know, but I, sh- I'm, yeah, I, I mean, keep, you really keep it, need the entourage effect anyway with it. Keep it, keep it hemp for sure, because I don't want to change the regulations, of course. But when it comes to like internally, it's like one of those things where we all know what we're doing. We're making high cannabinoid, uh, low THC stuff, you know, which is important, but still kind of where people just grow it. You know, nobody grows it like they should. If they, I mean, it's gonna be nice when people actually will grow hemp that's fourteen to sixteen percent say cbd and still 12 feet tall and produces all the other parts and you know growing totally a thousand per square foot instead of you know instead of trying to grow one per five you know, ten or whatever which is kind of where we're at yeah so what, what's your what you, what's your play on cbd these days uh you know what i like cbd uh you know i don't Personally, smoking CBD, yeah, I smoke it at night and stuff like that. But as far as we're definitely working on some CBD versions of some of our strains, mm-hmm. um, I'm working with uh, a guy from Open Source Genetics. His name is Nick, and uh, we're doing some stuff with CBD and also, you know, autoflowers. Something I was totally scared of for a long time, mm-hmm. which I've, you know, I, I I saw it about five years ago over in Spain. I got a tour of a grow, and I was like the fuck are these guys doing with these two foot tall plants like they're gonna ruin the gene pool and all this other stuff mm. but uh I, I was totally that way about feminized seeds you know 
like that's garbage and all this other stuff. It's gonna be cool. And then uh, we went to Europe, and it's like, no, nope, FEM's the way to go. Well, it's, it's, I mean, it is a way to go in a, in a commercial sense. It's definitely not, in my opinion, as far as if you want to be like, you know, personal, like just if you're growing for yourself and or like, I mean, yeah, I can understand some farms want to do like, you know, there's a few people doing it right. Like definitely I have to make a shout out, even though they don't sponsor the show in any way, shape or form. And it's not against James from Seeds Here Now, of course, but those Oregon Seed Bank guys, they, my friend bought. 15,000 seeds off of him and got three males and they say that their ratio is 4,000 to one, you know? So they hit it. Yeah, that's wild. Nailed it on the fucking head. I was like, well, that's exactly what these guys got, you know what I mean? So so the reality that there's a, that there's a, that tight of a breeding program already right now and their uh, stuff is on point. You know, it's like it looks miles ahead of other people. So, um, yeah, I think it's totally. I think it's important and it's going to be the bigger piece of the puzzle, which is like, you know, like we said, acres and acres and acres and acres and acres and acres, which it's, it's kind of interesting because I see I, everybody in the long run uh, weirdly accepting CBD like it ain't nothing, even though CBD is nothing in the sense of it's not going to get you high, but it is definitely, you know, cannabis derivative, derivative of cannabinoid, you know what I mean? So it's one of those, but everyone's like, yeah, CBD on everything. <laughs> CBD on the kids and CBD on the fucking yeah. the dogs. Hey, give it to your dogs. I give it to my dog. Of course. Uh, the doctor said, you know, aspirin. And I'm like, no, I don't want to give my dog aspirin. We'll try the CBD. And the CBD seems to work. Five milligrams a night. So. Sure, sure. Almost every dog I know is doing a CBD program these days. So it's like, it's kind of a, it's, I mean, it's good because all the inflammation situations with dogs because you know that they're all just like, none of them are, are like hardly ever, unless they live in a farm or something like that. And then they're like outdoor dogs or whatever. But for the most part, there's got to be a, ton of issues mostly human human uh induced you know that these animals have to deal with so a little cbd drop here and there definitely helps out the uh the long terms um so totally europe wise so i mean i mean one thing is i, I think uh always you, you see that because living over there i got to see people in their in their in their best and their worst right so uh so in general uh I know that you were you were definitely I'm not going to say the worst, but you were definitely on a, on a tear for a while there, right? You were doing lots of uh, big projects and some crazy situations. I understand, and we all do. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure totally. I'm sure over the years you got also lots of lessons learned. Lessons learned along the way. But uh, did any anything like anything like serious ever happen in the end? Because I we, I know we kind of knew each other back in the day, but I know that was like oh totally. Other than losing a lot of money, no, you know, I mean that's just that's part of the game too and you know you, you lose a lot of money and mm-hmm. you take risks and you know it's like some sometimes like the the risks and the loss is worth it you learn stuff in the end and sure yeah we did some crazy things uh trying to move overseas and it's like we're still uh we're still definitely banded over there and we're still going to be doing seed projects with some spanish people but uh yeah it's hard picking your partners is huge it's hard it's hard it's one of those things especially there because um, you you kind of realize even when you're working with the supposedly the the uh, the guys who are super you know oh no they're super legit it just turns out that it's always like you know the lawyer or the whatever and some somebody's doing something crazy because Spanish people I'm not saying anything bad about Spanish people but it's hard to do business there especially in Catalonia because it's like kind of like the place where it's even out of Spanish people it's its own fucking thing you know what I mean so you're kind of like 
you're on your own there, you know. So there's, there's a lot of weirdness going on in that area. So Barcelona turned into a trap, I think, for a lot of people in the beginning, especially because, you know, we, br- you know, when you bring the heat, it's always like you, you also bring everybody like everybody wants it. You know what I mean? So comes to the territory, my friend. Oh yeah, and everybody's got their hands out. Everyone's got their hands out over there. But it, it's interesting. It's a whole different business, you know, like the the way people do stuff. And you know, it's like uh, we call them European pirates. And they're not all like that. Don't don't get me wrong, because I've met some great Europeans. I met some amazing people over in Europe. But uh, there's a lot of people that are like the the modern day pirates. You know, 300 years later, they're still doing pirate things. I know. Well, that's the thing is, it's one of those deals where 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 it's like it's um you know it's getting the world's getting tighter and tighter and everything is getting more you know to the point where you can't make those moves like that. But in general, it's like you know, Europe had a whole thing of being its own little. Uh, its own little uh, kind of island in its own right, because they, because they weren't their own countries, and then it, you know the euro killed it, and a lot of places are like making their last stab at it. You know what I mean? In a sense, as far as doing things like that, and then the weed game, because it's getting legalized everywhere, it's going to be pretty much that's going to be over soon too. Because kind of like how Holland people didn't get robbed too often because the cut they could call the cops. You know what I mean? It wasn't like cops wouldn't get called whereas if it's a dealer they can of course they kind of guarantee that the guy's not going to call the cops you know so uh i guess just you know i'm just sort of saying like i know it's good it's good that we all learn a little bit (laughs) from from the points of the european side because it was sort of legal but not legal you know what i mean you saw that how that all worked and then over here totally it's like it's legal but it's like fucking like armed robbery you know what i mean as far as the uh the uh, taxes that are being put on and the regulations and stuff and like to follow. Oh yeah, that's all going to change eventually. I mean, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's a cash grab right now. It's crazy right now. Like I said, it's just like it's like one of those things where you get people who are uh, you get people who are like uh, making just clocking humongous amounts of money just for creating a document that you can't get past if you want to do. You know what I mean? If you're in some county, because the county's like got to fill this paper and you know, oh it's 20,000 and it's non-refundable and you're like holy shit you know what I mean you start thinking about how much and there's like 60 people doing that you know what I mean and it's just like okay they just clocked in some like 1.2 million for doing nothing you know what I mean so first some of these things oh, see there you go you proved it proved it right there sorry <laughs> did not spill oh yeah even the, even the ag guys coming in going like taking their ag products and like raising the price you know 500% uh, to cannabis businesses, yeah, but that—that's also people that just don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's working with people like that, and there's tons of those people in California. I mean, it's like, there's some the really way. smart ones that are going to succeed, but there's going to be a ton that fail. Yeah, so it's. So, uh, I mean, we 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 all hope so, right? I mean, that's one of those things where we. It's kind of a mantra of everybody who's been in the game a long time is where we all kind of have this thing where we think that it's not going to work but then also we keep watching people package stuff really nice and maybe improve their appearance game but you know for the most part usually it's too dry or too wet or too something it's it's very hard to find like consistent cannabis unless you know the guys who are doing it and then you kind of can tune in on whoever it's just kind of like it's like it always has been you know i mean there's still a a living thing unless all you're doing is cartridges and if you're doing cartridges you can you know, mail or that whole you know. different world with cartridges for sure. And it's and it's you know, it's I don't think 
for me, it's not a not. A, I'm not interested in it. You know, I like I will use a, a device if it if I have to load it myself. That's cool. But cartridge, I have almost zero interest in because I don't buy cartridges and people sometimes give them to me and they never fit the fucking thing that they get. Like they'll give me one and I'll be like, great, it doesn't fit anything I'm trying to put it on. So, so I I fail almost miserably every time with those for the most part. And if they are good, you know, they're seventy bucks or something stupid. So you're like, oh, they know it. Totally. Um, well, you know, we see some good ones around in California, you know, and just knowing the right people, it's like I see some interesting ones. But a lot of the ones that are good are just like dissolute flavored with terps. And it's like, I know. you're not getting it. That's <laughs> it's very singular as far as like if you're talking about smoking for medicine and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, you're smoking to get high, but you're also smoking terps that we don't know exactly what they do to you. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like I was saying earlier, like people love their pina colada fucking nicotine drops or whatever and those things are like super caustic and then they're just inhaling humongous clouds you know what i mean and you look at it and you're just like that thing is bigger the cloud is bigger than the person who just exhaled it you know what i mean it's like that's pretty ridiculous and then it's yeah they have dab contests i don't even know what that that's all about man that's just it's crazy well you know we're not dab contests but vape contests pulling oh, yeah, out vape and oh those guys yeah like competitive vaping the tricks are cool though yeah competitive vaping that's the thing crazy <laughs> it, is, it is a thing it is a, you should be on that dude you get the haircut you get the right haircut and everything like a little <laughs> chopper on the like a little thing on the side step steps going up or something little lightning bolts lightning bolts <laughs> so um that shit's wild so tell me what 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 is your main sort of cornerstone right now that you're kind of running things off of? You have a couple different lines that are that you're super old ones, or are you doing kind of new stuff? Or we we got a ton of stuff, and actually, you know what? I got some sage and sour male pollen that I just uh, gathered from a big male plant that I just busted some seeds of that I'm super excited about. Uh-huh. It nice. definitely uh, resembles the sour, like, uh-huh. and uh, I'm gonna put that on a bunch of things. But yeah, I got I got about 200 strains right now in the library and so i am making some seeds on the side doing doing like a one-room pollinator but i'm also taking an outdoor crop and just dusting a whole bunch of different pollen on different plants to to come up with some new strains not even going for seeds but just looking for some amazing phenos yeah i mean it's it's pretty cool now because there's so many ideas like there's so many like finally numbers that were like oh shit you know i could put down you know, thousands and thousands of of seeds of the same thing, and pick out one. You know, what I mean, which has kind of been the goal since the beginning, because that's that's the the kind of literally the fucking what any breeder's fucking holy grail is to be able to do one in ten thousand, let's say. But that's you know maybe a little over. Yeah, it's that lottery ticket, right? You know, maybe a little zealous ten thousand, but you could definitely run through ten thousand and then actually grow out say two or or, you know what I mean, or whatever it ends up at, and actually do a proper selection where you can feel good that you at least went through everything in every stage and said, you know, if I lost it, it's my fault. <laughs> it's not fucking, like, you don't have to grow 10,000 to fruition to figure it out, you know, but if you can at least run through 10,000 and actually put down you know, half of that, let's say, on the ground, that's huge, because most of the time we do, like, five, you know, and <laughs> 10, and, you know, 20, whatever, and you, you do get some... Totally, I mean, some, people are buying 10 packs left and right, but, like, finding a good casino and 10... You might find something good, but it's like there's, you know, Master Kush, for example, I see like 20 different phenos of it, and I feel like there's only two good ones out of the 20. Right. 
think the ninety three. So, I think the ninety three personally was the one, like that ninety three master. Yeah, the one that kind of grows. Uh, it grows like a Douglas for a Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly, and it's not. Um, there's not much. Yeah, it's like literally like little arms. It doesn't really grow huge yield either, though. But it's still beautiful. It's like really, really fucking frosty. Puts off a lot when you oh, cross with it. It puts off yeah, a lot of frost. It, the frost on that's really great, and it's just like got that. It's a little bit like um, uh, the, a little kind of I wouldn't say precursor, but like something that's connected to the piff and to like the weird things that have that like bizarre funk that's like a basement funk or something like that. But it doesn't go in the same direction. It, like it starts off as one thing, like you smell it, and you almost think it's going to taste hazy or something. It's weird. Like it's got a weird, like totally bathroom bathroom. Uh, or locker room, locker room, bathroom funk, which you're like, I don't know why I like this. And you know how, like, um, uh, fucking real, like, haze, like, like back in the day, haze, a lot of times in the States was like that, whereas Dutch haze had a little bit more. Right, that kind of skunky BO smell almost. Yeah, it was almost too, like, whereas the European haze didn't have that as much. It, but there was that one, there was haze one, which that kind of had that. It was like a dirty, dirty basement, dirty basement kind of haze or something. And then the other ones were more bright and had the Neville background are you so are you doing a lot of sativas or so-called sativas or thin thin leaf you know narrow leaf narrow leaf narrow leaf drug i like i like stuff that leans sativa but i also like indicus you know so it's just it's like i like good weed and it's funny because going up into washington it was such an interesting experience because you go into all the dispensaries and they're like, do you like something that wakes you up, something that puts you to sleep, or something in the middle? And I'm like, I just want to see the best stuff that tastes amazing. What do they taste like? I want something that tastes like gassy. I want something that tastes like anything that tastes like hazy. And they're like, hazy. I'm like, you know, like Jack Herrera, like lemony, or like, you know, trying to describe an ammonia smell. And they're just like looking at me like I'm crazy. So do you like the one that gets you awake, the one that gets you to sleep, or the one in the middle? And it's like, it's funny because that market is so different. Uh, from what I thought it would be. I went up to Seattle and checked out the market up there, and it's like my experience with cannabis in Seattle was like it didn't have a lot of nose on it because it was so wet and people weren't curing it in the right conditions. And the second you open a bag, it gets all moist. Yeah. But I met uh, this guy named Jason. It's like Hawaii. Dave like Hawaii, same to thing. House. What's that? Like Hawaii, too, when people gave me weed. It was like, I wish it, was not oh, yeah. so, wish it wasn't thing. so wet all the time and you could dry this shit properly and... If you if you if you kept it somewhere like if you tried to put it in your fridge or something it would then dry out like wrong you know what I mean so then it would be then it would rehydrate and then you're done like it wouldn't even burn after that point you'd be like ah oh. it's like the total polar opposite of Colorado <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is which has spoiled yeah. me a little bit because I, what I, I mean I even though you do lose flavor here like you're definitely like it's okay for concentrates like you just know it's all good for, in concentrate world it's fine it's dry. It's fucking perfect. Like it's the place you want to be, but when it comes to like bud, it's like nah, you know, there's better places for sure. Uh, because of the fact that you can you can do it here, but it's a lot of work, and you got to pay for it, and you got to put humidifiers in your dry room. That's how fucked up it is. So yeah, totally. <laughs> Climate control is so important with I mean, that. It's like I mean, it is, it is uh, in general, but back in the day when you didn't do that, when you were just like, yeah, whatever, you would like kind of hope for the best almost. Nowadays, you were like, it's a million dollars for the weed, so you, yeah. have to, you can't fuck it up. And yeah. Someone's paid you to, to build it, so of course you're going to build a beautiful dry room, you know what I mean? But back in the day, most people didn't even think of that. They were like, all right, I'm splitting this room in half, I'm doing this, half that, 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 boom, done, I'll fucking dry it when I'm done, and then they hang it over their dirt, and 
it absorbs their room full you know the, the flavor of I used to like trip on in Amsterdam especially because people had so much plastic in their room so much fucking like panda film and all that shit their weed just stank of it because it was like dried right in a room with all that on racks you know what I mean and just you could almost like it was kind of like oh this smells literally like a Dutch grow room like right here <laughs> I can smell it you know what I mean <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's funny uh, yeah, dude, so this place called House of Cultivar, I don't know if you know Jason from House of Cultivar, but he basically, he's doing it right, like, he has a 30-something thousand foot indoor grow, and, I mean, the place was pristine, but, like, the way they're curing, they, they've got the humidity set, the temperature set, and he has stuff that's, like, four months old, and he's, like, uh, four inch by, like, two foot by two foot uh, totes, okay. and the stuff is, like, perfect. It's perfect, and it's just it's been in there for four months. And the the problem is, is they they, they need like a farm fresh program. I feel like yeah. there's so much stuff on the shelves that's like old, that's like three months old. Whereas like the stuff at their facility, everyone needs it up there. Mm-hmm. But where they they have product on the shelf for like a week or less. Yeah, I mean, almost like you want to have um, categories like fresh, like a fresh category, like a, like a put it in a fucking fr- fridge, but not a cold cold fridge, just like a cool cool fridge. And have a sell sell by date that's real tight, you know what I mean, and just make it so that it's it's premium premium almost like the like the sushi of wheat or something, you know what I mean? Like, uh, then you get a fucking sashimi. Yeah, you cut. wouldn't buy milk. To well, you either have tuna you can of tuna. You want can of tuna milk. fish? You want a can of tuna fish, or you want some raw fucking you know you know sashimi fucking pure you know beautiful cut tuna? They're like, all right, well, fuck it, you're gonna pay. Thirty dollars a pound for that, and you're gonna pay a dollar twenty nine for the can of tuna. You know what I mean? But you're never gonna experience the same thing. So you kind of set the set the bars in a little. Like I keep telling people, isn't it weird that we haven't made brick weed yet? Even though we have all this extra weed, how can we not like bricking it and just fucking, you know, selling it for a little cheaper even than we think it should be worth? But at the same time, not giving a fuck and just putting it into a box, fill it up, fucking put a stamp on it, wrap a wrapper on it, and sell it. You know, here you go. It's here's, here's your five hundred dollar pound retail make everybody happy but at least class it up a little bit and give it an old school feel and put the fucking you know little twist on it or something but there's another million dollar idea on the adam dunn show someone's running right now like, hey you got this great idea totally so- someone's got that for sure and the, all the old yeah. timers are like i can't wait for that i miss that shit well the whole thing is that the, and hopefully it's like two percent thc well no you don't want that obviously but i always thought about it with haze because haze is one of those things where you know how in Amsterdam they'd always like line it up sideways, like, like crossways in the bag, so it looked like more, you know, because when you actually poured it out, you're like, that's a fucking not much weed for 20 fucking euros or whatever. You're like, holy shit. And so, the in general, though, haze is in being all these little spindly fucking buds and stuff, but the flavor is so fucking fire that if you just did that and made little mini, mini bricks, I think for the guy who actually smokes joints or bowls or whatever, he'd be like, more than happy that he doesn't have to take it off these little dude that, that's how the stems. cat piss was we used to get the cat piss back in the day i don't know if you're yeah, of course you remember that one but it smelled like ammonia and skunk it was yeah, like that an was nl5 haze cross of course and that that definitely had that that like freshly sprayed t-shirt vibe like you put on your shirt and then you got outside and you're like dude somebody Oh no, my cat sprayed my shirt. You know, you're already on the fucking in, in your car or something, and you're like, "Yeah, you can smell yourself." It's the kind of shit you can smell yourself with. You have cat piss like yeah, that. Been, you have you have that original one. Forever. You still have that or no? Oh yeah. That's oh, you know what? I, I never totally had it. I mean, we grew it like, but I never had a cut of it. Huh. 
uh, that I saved. And then I just talked to one of my buddies up in Mendo, and he's like, yeah, I have the Pittsburgh cut, the real deal. Hmm. It's like that shit has no bag appeal. It takes 14 weeks. Yep. You know, it's like 13 to 14 weeks. And yep. Only it's like, people like the, it. some of the most amazing weed I've ever smoked. Yeah. Cool. That's Yeah, that's one of those ones where, like, I have a bunch of cat press crosses, but none of them really get that, like, stanky onion fucking B.O. funk with flooded basement <laughs> with with a little touch of flood, yeah, with, with a touch of flooded basement in there you know you're like oh yeah there's some funk right there um that's the one and it gets you super lit and i you know i paid money for cuts of that stuff over the last like 10 years and it's never it's like I've, i got the bud and i was like friggin uh fuck it you buy a bag of it and it's like oh man it smells right and then you get to smoke it and it just does the roach doesn't taste good the next day and the cat piss yeah. Like literally, you could smoke a roach a month later, and it still tastes like capus. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of the ones that definitely uh, almost was the beginning of the whole raunchy series. You know what I mean? Like when people like started to realize that they wanted the dirty, you know, the dirtiest things possible, and cat piss was like one that kind of like you had to be be in, in the scene almost, even like appreciate it because other people be like what cat piss i ain't smoking that you know what i mean there was like definitely the like separated the guys who who were like figured out that they were looking for the nastiest of the nasty you know which uh so what, what's your what's your in your lineup right now you got something that's super nasty and like head, uh, the GMO's turn, pretty fucking interesting yeah. uh it's it's not interesting like cat piss but you know it's like uh I'm big on all the old fucking chems too. Like, I mean, not that those are nasty, but fuck. Well, the chem uh, we, we, we all agree the chem, chem that we just harvested. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the West. I don't know. You've seen the West Coast chem. I don't even know what the West Coast. We got it to us as the chem dog back in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, since you know, it's not the '91, and it's not the chem D, and it's not the chem sis, and so we were told that it's the West Coast dog, and it's like, or the West Coast chem, either way. But uh, it tastes like the 91, and it's real gassy and, like, has that original chem flavor. And, uh, shit, we had the, the original chem dog was given to us. It was called the New York City Diesel back in the day. Yeah, which, which we all agree that Soma fucked that all up. When he, yeah, that uh, totally ma- fucked up. <laughs> made that one, and then that was like, wait a minute, that ain't, that ain't anything. Even though it may have been a seed from it, because Ja Levi definitely brought seeds to... Amsterdam from New York, but there was no sour diesel seed, so there was like some S1ing going on or something. Something happened, you know, some Herma room or whatever. So it, it's either a donor and it got some fucking bizarre, because the whole thing is it's such a weird profile color wise, everything wise, flavor wise, color wise, flowering time wise. Like it's 11 weeks, purple, gigantic in one way, kind of like big giant whatever bud, but. It, Lots of nothing going on below and weird color change from top to bottom, like super purple and super green and like, I don't know, just fucking weird plant <laughs> and very distinguishable, but totally. has nothing to do with sour. And that, I mean, I've told this story probably 10 times on the show, so probably everybody was here like, we heard this story before, but pretty much when some, <laughs> when I first showed him the sour, I didn't tell him it was sour. I just said, Hey, check this weed out. And he was like, eh, I don't like it. You know? And I was like, okay, cool. Then, like a week later, because I knew he had the, the he had this is right when he was launching his New York City Diesel and really pumping it and talking about it, and I was like, dude, this is nothing. 
And so the next time I gave it to him, I was like, here, try this. And then he tried it, and I said, this is the New York City, this is the real New York City fucking diesel. This is like sour diesel, right? And he goes, oh, wow, I like it. Right? And I gave it the same weed like a week ago, and he said he didn't like it. So it was like one of those like <laughs> mind fucks. That's that so I, for you. That's funny. Yeah, it was a real mind fuck, and I just kind of was like, oh, really? So now you like it. Okay. And then I was like, but it doesn't seem like it's connected to your soma. And he was like, oh. You know, and then he tried to like make up some reason that I should think it is and it was like no it's really good yours is grapefruit fucking smells interesting and yeah his is like a pungent grapefruit I, it's that's a it's a good strain in its own right and yeah I, I just got that back actually from one of my friends in LA yeah and the thing about it is the flavor kind of never matched its smell you know it was like if it had more orange in the flavor no. I'd be like wow this is really good but it's like kind of like flat and weird yep and it's like kind of <laughs> like pure disappointment almost. I feel like when, it's an interesting breeding. It's yeah. an interesting breeding strain. Like that would be good for breeding and it's a yielder. It's long it's a, flowers, it's a big though. plant, but it's eleven weeks though. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where okay. you, you get what you give on that one, so you're like, all right. It's big yielder, eleven weeks. Same with Sage. Sage was the same thing. That's why people don't want to grow it because it's eleven weeks. I'm like it's seventy seven days. You can push it maybe seventy five, but you don't really don't want to go any less because if you do it less it all the magic happened in those last those days, you know what I mean? You leave it to 85 and you're really fucking spot on, but most people are tired at that point and can't count that high. They're like, killing me. It's three, I could have had a crop totally. and a half, you know? So, um, are you, uh, are you, uh, doing collabs obviously with some other people like everybody or you got some sort of oh, like, yeah, different yeah, camps yeah, you're working I'm with? I'm actually right? releasing some. Well, you already are oh, with yeah, me. Got, you're, 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 you already are with me now. So we already, we already, we've, we've We've confirmed that at the beginning of the show, knowing that so I already got my lawyers typing up the little Sage and Sour, right, right. Sage and Sour NDAs, contract. NDAs, all that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. LOIs, NDAs will be sent out by the end of the show. So it's going to be like, yes, you are now in, we own half of you, and we are, no, yeah, of course. Of course not. But Perfect. In, but in general, yeah, you got some good, good, like, solid um, collabs going that you can kind of talk about, or are they all oh. top secret? Oh, yeah, I got a bunch of collabs going. So some different stuff, uh, so actually, we're releasing some stuff on seeds here now with James in a couple of weeks. Uh, some Mephisto genetics that that have been reworked. Uh, it's going to be under the James Lab Presents brand, and it's uh, some of their high THC stuff that my buddy from Open Source Genetics has reworked. And I'm just doing a. We're going to do like a limited edition run. We're still in the middle of you know uh, working out all the details of it, but there's some amazing seeds. And it's funny because like autoflowers years ago, I was just like, what the fuck? What are, what are people doing? And now it's like I went to uh, Sebastopol not so long ago, and I'm like, you can even see on my Instagram page some of the, the males that were coming off this stuff and the females. It's like, we're talking about nice, amazing plants that have over 20% THC, and mm-hmm. I feel like uh, a lot, I, I would definitely want to be part of it, and I feel like the industry is definitely going that way to where, you know, we're talking about acres and acres. If you can plant and have consistency like we were talking about, it's like yeah. there's definitely future for that. Yeah, Mephisto is one of the ones that are actually putting out product that I'm like, oh wow, this is this is interesting right here because I've seen the same. I had the same reaction you had where I saw small plants that didn't look like they were very happy, and was thinking about like, yeah, you're definitely you know looking at some paperwork telling you that this is a good plant, but I'm telling you by looking at it, it's not very nice. You know what I mean? And then you can also see like when James and the, uh, the other James from Caesar now and I were walking through a facility, we saw some some amazing uh you know in the in the bedroom fully flowered so it was like 
you could you could kind of use your brain around it and start thinking of like ways that it actually makes a lot of sense if if you know that you you're doing a good job when you're doing it because that's the thing is I mean you can make shitty anything I guess right so if you do it right and you get and did you um so the males that you guys were using from Mephisto that's kind of where the 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 auto flower sort of side of it all came from or did you you added that right in? exactly well actually their their Mephisto genetics have been like uh, their new F1s with their genetics and uh, it's in collaboration with Mephisto and with Open Source. So, uh-huh. some really cool stuff that he's doing. And it's like, uh, I, I thought it'd be fun to release some autoflowers under uh, my new brand because I got Humble Genetics, which is going to be coming out probably January. Once everything's tested, it'll probably January or February. We'll have some stuff on seeds here now and some other places potentially. But, uh, and we got some old with the new. Uh, we, we're going to do some feminized, some autoflower, but some a lot of reg stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like reg breeding. I still like doing that male selection and going through and finding the one that smells right to me that has the right structure, and then testing that out on stuff. And yeah, I mean, so, and, yeah, I, I mean, it's how we were all. It's how most of us were trained. And then the thing is, it's sort of like it's like guys who only make oil. You know, they don't really think about the plant as much, so they're just looking at biomass and how much they can run through this machine as fast as possible and get paid the most and you know it's kind of stuff like that where you're like all right well if i knew that you know what i mean they may have not like wasted so much energy loving those fucking plants because they kind of like i thought they were going to get like treated like fucking queens and in the end they're like ground up into fucking barrels and dumped into, chem- <laughs> dumped into chemicals and fucking extracted and you know you watch the whole process and you're kind of like oh, okay well now it's like, how do you just do it cheap and on large, large scale? You know, which, you know, we know we know what that usually does with quality of goods. But um, in gen- you still growing organically? You're doing well salt based, or what? Do you, what's your like focus right now? Like with- I, I'm big on organics, man. I just I feel like I, you know, as organic as possible. Uh, I'm a soil guy. I've always been a soil guy, and it's like uh, I, I like. So I was I was on this uh, cannabis, at the cannabis science conference. I was on a panel with a, a doctor, like a lady who has a PhD from MIT, and then my friend James Rushing, who used to work at Hawaii State in uh, their plant science department. He was a professor over there, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about indoor versus outdoor. And it's like I am the, I'm class, such a the fan classic. Of, the classic. We don't have a. Oh, we don't have a subject. We don't have a subject. What are we gonna do? I'm a fan of all three. Indoor outdoor. It's either hydro. It's either hydro organic or indoor outdoor. Those are like the two subjects that get banged around a lot. So yeah. what was what was the consensus of the um, indoor outdoor? Well, my biggest thing uh, I said right away, right out the gate, was like, okay, indoors king. We can uh, we can talk about all kinds of other stuff, and I feel like it's king right now, and there's potential for greenhouse. I see what some of these guys are doing. Uh, I have a friend that is growing outdoor that tests over 30% THC and his terpene profile is off, off the charts. But right now, I think for what I've, I've experienced is the indoor, you know, and I prefer soil. Um, you know, there's guys that like hydro. I like the flavor of soil and I'm, I'm all about being able to smoke what I grow. Yeah. I mean, like you're, so, you're, it's like, it's funny. Cause like literally, uh, I, I feel you on all those things, but at the same time, I also see from outside, like the pitfalls of like a, as a as a guy who like if as an investor was looking at you or looking at me, I'm I'm always like the investor killer. Like I always come in and make everybody see the rea- see the reality, 
and which is kind of like, oh, this, who's this guy? Why'd you send him in? You know what I mean? Instead of coming in and being like, yeah, it's all going to work. It's going to be great. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then not have a clue. I'm like usually coming in and going like, dude, you're crazy. You know what I mean? This is like, no. Because if you say yes and you don't have a real good plan, you got to be fucking, you know, ready for the wrath in that sense. So you got to like kind of look at it from a semi, you know, uh, conservative point of view. And indoor is easier to, to control you know, we've all, we kind of, sure. we, it's like, it's like, it's kind of like uh, sailing boats, you know what I mean? Where indoors, like, very controlled and very, you know, you're on point with that stuff. Whereas once you get outdoors, you're kind of like dealing with the weather more often. And when you get, or greenhouse, you bit with the weather, but still you got a little control. Outdoors, fucking, it's all on, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, you, you just better live in the right place. You can't sail in the fucking world. You condition. just better live in the right place. That's all there is to it. It's like, yeah, there's uh, no, there's it's no so hard to control the conditions. It's like, uh, but you know what? I love outdoor weed. I love smoking outdoor weed if it's grown right. It, it's the same thing yeah, with indoor, even even hydro grown right. I like smoking. I like, you know, but, but uh, greenhouse is like where it's at. Like if you're talking about commercially, it's like greenhouse is definitely the way to go just in the sense that uh, well, you're talking about the per pound price. Yeah, I mean, there's more investment yeah. in the beginning, and then there's like taking in all that into effect, and there's more upkeep, of course, than just laying down lines and doing outdoors and doing whatever. But you also, you know, you control, you get more crops a year, and you get et cetera, et cetera. There's been, you know, there's we 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 know all the benefits, but I think at the same time, you just look at a greenhouse; it's designed from growing something. You know, what I mean, it's like weed, tomatoes, fucking herbs, whatever it is, that shit will grow it. Whereas, you know, grow rooms that we build are very cannabis specific, and you know. Sure. Most of us wouldn't know what the fuck to do if it was another crop. We'd all be looking at each other like, "Dude, do you ever do this? I don't know, bro. I have no idea how far the lights. I have no idea. You know, like we wouldn't have because <laughs> we just never did it. So, no, no clue whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. And unless it's tomatoes, yeah, I, I grow tomatoes too. Right, and those. I mean, you know that the 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 ones that you see in the greenhouse, you, none of us would buy those because we're like, "Fuck those things. Those things are terrible." You know, because they're they're all industry industry grown, look good tastes hard and boring no flavor you go you get the ones on the side of the road little granny groom or whatever those are fire you know what i mean because they're organic so so i i i feel you on the on the soil side but i also like i was saying before i see the like the the guys with the money they'd be like they, they'd want to hear i grow indoors hydro and i crush it you know what i mean and then outdoors i grow oh, for sure i grow organic and you know, somehow I fucking never have a problem, which is impossible. You know, so those things are like... Which is impossible. <laughs> like two un- unreachable things, you know what I mean? So in a sense, it's better to... Uh, like I said, if you live in the right place, it's worth it. But also those places are mostly rinsed out. You know... You, I, oh, yeah, that's why you got to buy a Venlo. Everyone needs Venlos. You're familiar with the Venlo uh, greenhouses, the Dutch ones that uh all glass all the way around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell us, tell us more, tell us yeah, more. Describe, describe the details. Oh, so I'm not an expert, but they're building them down in Salinas, and they're mm-hmm. doing, you know, like acres of them, and it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, and Dutch, so, Dutch, uh, Dutch, yeah. Dutch have always been on point with that kind of thing. And the crazy thing is that the bigger ones like that, they, they have like 10 guys running like 200 acres, you know what I mean? You're like, holy shit, how are you doing that? You know, and it's just like it's all done robotically or something, you know, and it's just like, wow, they, they, they literally got it down, you know what I mean? The, Truck comes up, and picks oh, yeah. them all up, moves them over, boom, and takes them to the next spot. You know, and the, and it was funny because when I lived in Holland, I was always dreaming of it, and now it's all reality, and it's you know not in Holland at all. It's here, you know, which is before I was always dreaming of it there, and over there just kind of was like a 
a fleet, you know, a fleeting dream because nobody really had access to large scale legal grows except for if they were somehow connected to a university or some bullshit. So then they couldn't do anything fun, you know. So there was just gangsters growing large scale grows. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to fuck these crops up. So you can never like experiment yeah. with fun. You know what I mean? It was just straight up make it happen. You know. Um, when all that big stuff had to be radiated too, right? Like. Oh, the, the ones coming, yeah, the factory, like the ones coming from the government ship, those are all, they sent it yeah. to Belgium, which is crazy. Like, you, they grow it in Holland, and they send it over the border to Belgium, which is kind of illegal in the first place, have it radiated, and send it back, and then you'd get it. And I used to buy it, like, once a month, and then I would, because I had the medical card there at the end, and I would buy it once a month, and I'd just, like, give the weed to somebody else, and i put my own weed in the jar, but I'd always use a fresh jar, so it looked like it was my, my this is my this week's, or this, my, you know, my month. All you do, I was just once a month, you know, as long as it was within a month, I felt like they left me alone, you know, so. It worked a couple times. I was at festivals and shit, and the cops were, like, telling me it's against the law, and I'm like, dude, I got a prescription, and they were just like, what? The Dutch never even, nobody there knew they even, just it was me and Soma and, like, three other people with them, I think, at one point. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like not a lot of Dutch people smoke cannabis over there. It's an interesting no, thing. No, but it's the system working, which is now right. sh- showing up here. Where like Colorado, even though everybody thinks everybody smokes, all the young people don't smoke. They smoke less because it's not cool anymore. You know, because it's, it's just stores. What what you resist persists. <laughs> so now that they don't yeah. have to resist it, yeah. it, they don't want it. Yeah, exactly, and. uh so uh as far as uh, fest you got to be uh, you going to be with us i guess at uh, emerald cup right this year oh yeah emerald cup dude yeah that's only a few months away it comes up quick yeah. so i figured you'll be there with uh james and everybody so we have like he always ends up with like you know obviously a huge swath of the of the actual place but oh yeah emerald cup's awesome that's my favorite event of the year uh, you know, it's like uh, there, there's a bunch of events now that are interesting. I feel like high times, you know, they have the opportunity to come back and do things right. But, uh, fuck, Emerald Cup just knocks it out of the park every year, and it's like they get yep. bigger and bigger and bigger. And... I think I'm going to kill that one. Yeah, it's, um, it, it is. It's like when I, I didn't go to the first, like, nine, eight of them or nine of them or something like that, so I never even realized uh, how cool it was. And when the year that I finally went uh, – it was like it was great because it was like I was super impressed with the people that I was meeting, and then people were coming up to me and like, "Oh my god, I met Adam Dunn!" And I'm like, "What?" I'm like I, I got to meet fucking way more important people than myself. Thank God, you know. It was like you don't want to be totally big, big fish, small pond. But it was like it was like literally like you know all the sorts of talent there and all sorts of uh, like just very open mind, open like as far as like the, you know just the whole kind of combination of it all made made it like well that's definitely worth it plus it was like the perfect time of year because you know everybody had fat pockets ready to go it's that time of year they just cashed out you know nowadays it's going to be like everybody's money's pretty tied up in regs and fucking bullshit so i don't know how it's going to work out like it used to be pretty much like whoa this is it like mine it was like a mining town at the fucking cash out day or something you know what i mean everybody was going nuts <laughs> but but nowadays it's a little bit more tame uh and I think this year is going to be weird with the regs because, you know, no matter how you look at it, if you don't have a, uh, if you don't have a, uh, Colorado, or a California card and a way to sell retail, then you're really fucked. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be pretty weird. You know? 
So. Yeah, and I mean, I was at the High Times Cup in June, and there was some guy who was like hustling like packs out of his booth, and the, the cops went around and bought seven pounds from him before they arrested him, and fucking searched his booth. He was crying; it was fucked up. <laughs> but it's like uh, they're, they're definitely not playing around with. Uh, yeah, seeds might be a little different, but definitely not playing around with herb. It's like well, yeah. Last last couple it, times I was there, I watched guys like sell a hundred pounds out of their booth, and I'm just like, wow, dude, that's crazy. And like, you know, one guy, like one time we were next to some dudes, and they were like, is anybody got a scale? And I was like, so you guys have a hundred pounds and no scale. Like, you know, it was one of those classics. So I gave him the scale. I was like, I hope I get it back full. You know what I mean? At least it was kind of one of those big commercially stupid ones. They gave me like a bud at the end. I was like, "Damn, you guys, don't, <laughs> you don't understand how critical it is to not have it. You, you could have lost thousands." <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, but yeah, it was just nuts because people were just in eyeballing. They would have lost thousands. Exactly, but it was just the way that people were just you know going for. It. And the thing is, I always say like California hasn't even seen the beginning of regulations. It's like it's the most regulated state, regardless of of subject and cannabis had been waiting for this for so long and i mean this is like a a dream come true to finally make money off of the thing that was so famous in california yet at the same time uh you know still not regulated in any way shape or form so here we are um shop you hear about a little bus in la uh what just like this week or they 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 arrested i think up to 500 people got arrested in the last day from uh Wow. Illegal uh, cannabis businesses. Uh-huh, that were so the they basically searched gray area ones. Yeah, I just I just read about it a little bit earlier, so I don't know all the details. But LA's not playing around, and they're like uh, they're getting ready to go big. I was going to switch over back because I think we're done. The sun is over. The sun. Ba- oh no, it's still there. It's in my face. Never mind. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I looked around the corner and I was like blasted. Sorry, we're uh, we're in a. Compromised situation with the sun over here before. Um, so, you uh, you got so any shops that you're working with before they get busted? What you still advertise for before they before they go down? Is there anybody who's yeah. working with loud uh, sort of genetics or or running like at least for uh, retailing? Is there any places on the west coast or? You know what? We don't have anything in California yet in the rec market, but we're like we're on the verge of having stuff in the very near future. Um, I can't say too much, but uh, everything's looking bright for loud, and you'll be able to get it all over California in the you know next six months. Nice. Nice. And are you uh, working out of Europe still, or what's the deal with that? Yeah, you know what? I'm going back uh, in a couple months and working out some stuff, and we have some seeds over there that need to get sent out. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, Europe is still a pretty viable market and uh, I have some friends in Spain that I've been talking to uh, and we're going to rock stuff out and you know that that could take you know six to nine months but we'll definitely have some interesting stuff over there and then Humble Genetics January we'll have all the stuff uh, probably seeds here now we'll be carrying you know I don't know six strains or something like that and then you know we're going to slowly release all the different stuff that I'm working on right now cool cool um, and uh in the meantime, you got any kind of like uh, mini drops going on with him, or any kind of like uh, kind of yeah, yeah. Got any Adam Dunn show specials? Yeah, we got we, it, we got now? one in the next some, couple weeks. Okay, maybe we can get our Mephisto, and then I'll send you some stuff, or we'll figure it out. Yeah, well, maybe we can get something uh, uh, with we we'll get some some uh, 
samples out to some of our growers on the show. For you, sure. I, yeah, if they it, want to DM me too, it's sure. DM me on Instagram and uh, yeah, we're always looking for real testers. It's like so I I get hit up so often on the Loud Seeds page and on my personal ones for testers. It's like these people don't have any pictures of girls are very very little. You know, they're doing closet girls with one plant that's two feet tall or three feet tall that looks like garbage. Sure, it's not really so, uh, not doing you much good. Might not do well. I mean, you're just putting it through the. If the guy all of a sudden has a fucking closet full of weed, you'd be like, well, there you go. It worked. You see, maybe yeah. even easier to figure out if it worked. Than if you get somebody who's good and they're like too critical, so who knows? But yeah, in general, I understand. For sure. I've, I've had it for years too. But yeah, we'll definitely um, need to keep that connection going. And uh, yeah, keep me in the loop on that sage and sour because that sounds like something to. Uh, you never know. There's some. There might be some magic in there, or not. I'll, I'll, I'll only hear about sure. it if it's not. I'll be here like, dude. Shit, fucking nannered out. <laughs> my fault now. My fault, of course. Uh, no, it's awesome to uh, get to talk to you a little bit. I mean, uh, how's everything else been going though? Same, same. Uh, everybody's same cr- thing. cranking along. Same. It's been, it's been great, dude. Life has been fantastic, man. I'm just I'm just blessed blessed to be able to live in California right now with the cost of everything and smoke the fucking herb I get to smoke. It's just. Yeah, you know, and I love dabs too, but I'm still a joint guy. Love rolling it up. Right. You know, I learned how to roll splits like uh, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they've gotten better and better. I think you know after the five thousand one, they tend to get really nice. And the dude, the quality of stuff here is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, now are we, we're going to clarify the spliff. Is that you're talking about? You're talking about tobacco and weed spliff? Or are you no, just, no, not tobacco. You're just talking about just a big joint. joint. Just a big, big joint. cones. We can <laughs> call them cones or whatever. You got me, scared. Yeah, I mean, you got me yeah. scared there after all that. I was like, oh, no, we just talked about this. And all of a sudden, you're like, you fall right No, you know, I don't, I don't <laughs> smoke tobacco at all. My friend was diagnosed with, uh, he was diagnosed with esophageal cancer in June and so, and I haven't smoked tobacco in years, but, uh, dude, I just, you know, I don't even smoke any fucking tobacco papers, yeah. none of the backwoods, even though, you know, they got some cool looking backwoods. I think Jerry Krizeki is doing some crazy shit with his backwoods on Instagram that yeah. I've seen, but it's like, I'm not, in, I'm not into it at all. I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, for me, a lot of times it's like, if you have good weed, you don't want to fuck it up with tobacco no matter what. I mean, I'll smoke a blunt here and there when I'm stuck out with a bunch of people camping or something. It's like, oh, is it really, this is it. And I have friends who... You know, to this day, they they swear on the great blunts and shit. And I'm just like, oh, it's so chemically fucking ridiculous. And he smells like you're in a Seven Eleven or something. Like that. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is terrible. It, and then, uh, but it you know, totally ruins it. Yeah, and but I mean, the, their point being is that if it's really good, it's going to cut through all that, and you're going to taste it. And I'm like, all right, that's a terrible way to test your weed. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm going to put up as many barriers as I can to like it actually tasting good. And if it makes it through all those barriers, you've got a winner. You know, so yeah, that's how that's how the brain works sometimes for some people, I guess. But uh, well, cool. I'm glad. We, like I said, I'm glad we got to chat again for a minute, and uh, we're kind of grinding down to the last few minutes of the show. So, I, if it, what's the so the best Instagram and everything's just gonna be Loud Seeds, uh, Loud Seeds or James Loud, either one. Uh, yeah, and then uh, check out Next Green Wave. Uh, that's a great company that we are. Uh, looking at partnering with it's actually co-owned by uh mike seeds so you can check out his page as well and uh loud california is always a great one to check out so we got all these oh yeah and humble genetics sorry that's that's my new one that uh i'm working on i'm i partner with them and so we're going to be doing some really interesting crosses 
Awesome. And uh, cool. So people can follow that. And uh, we'll all be at the Emerald Cup. So that's a few months out. So if you're, if you're coming to that, keep an eye out for all of us. You'll be, you're going to be having your own booth or you're going to be with James? James and James, and then Adam and Oh, yeah, Adam you know what? I, I didn't even talk about... I Honestly, if you if you got a couple seconds, I'm doing a, a grow book right now. It's actually oh, a breeding yeah. book called... Uh, it's actually being published by Quick Trading, and I'm actually going to the editing stage next oh, week. Oh, no, Ed got you? Um, Ed the book's got, not Ed, all done. Ed, Ed got to you? What's that? Ed, Ed, Ed got, got to me. Ed got to you, oh, man. So that, yeah, that was probably I my... I talked to DJ, like, last week. I was going to say, that probably would have been my book if I... Gave in six months ago or a year ago. I'm like, hey, when are you gonna write your book, Adam? I was like, dude, what? You mean the Ed book? Come on now, you know, you know how it goes. No, I'm just kidding, but I know how he is. He, he's persistent. He's probably asked you every single time. He said, "So, James, when are you gonna do a seat? When are you gonna do a book?" You know, like, he loves that. So you gave in. It's yeah, okay. he, and he's a character. I like Ed, and then I really like. So the editor in chief over there, his name's Rolf, and he's uh-huh. the one who really sold me on the idea for doing the book. And he was asking me like, "Do you know anybody that would be interested in a book?" And he's like, "Well, you know all the stuff like we were talking about." And I'm like, uh-huh. "Yeah." And so I started writing, you know, some test pages about just six months ago. Sure. And uh, it just kind of took off from there. And I got to art from Purple Caper. He's doing some stuff with me on it, and we got some advanced stuff like tissue culture going in. I got some some of the top people in the industry with the tissue culture that are helping me with that side of it. And so I feel like uh, there's a lot to be brought to the table and no one's really wrote a great breeding book that has all the pertinent stuff today, today's information, you know, it's yeah, like, uh, I mean, it's still something that the Rob's. industry kind of needs. Yeah. Everybody's still working off of Rob's book. And well, I mean, Jorge kind of, everybody kind of dabbles in it a bit when they upgrade their books and there's been a little bit of, little bit of progress in that world, but not much. I know, I know what you mean. So that's, it's awesome. And then also, um, uh, so you have you, you have a book out. What by when? I think six months or. Like... So the idea is that it'll be uh, in production, you know, in December, and it'll be ready January first. And there's a seeding clone expo uh, that the world of, of it's the world of wonders or something like that. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, I, I can't know. even remember the yeah, name of it right yeah, now. But it's it's in uh, January in Santa Rosa at the same place. And Ed and the guy who does. 20 games is putting it on so it yes. should be kind of a cool thing yes and uh it'll be available all over so cool that's awesome that's awesome yeah congratulations brother that sounds amazing and then you and danny danko can hang out together uh-huh. officially yeah you know, danny's you know. a good dude i know I love, we, we, me, and, me and danny we, yeah i've smoked a few we uh we, danny's we, got a space cannon Danny has a space can. Is yeah. it a battle? We can have a, okay, we can have an online battle, space he, can you, battle. <laughs> he just got it today, so you probably tried it before him. Oh, yeah. So you can brag about that. But actually, he, he's earlier, though, so. Yeah, but he probably hasn't opened it yet. It got delivered today. Danny Danko. One, just, so yesterday, bro. You're so fucking yesterday. Had the space can. Was so, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Dude. Okay, so the book that I'm doing, I'm featuring seed companies and actual oh. breeders, uh, like, you know, JJ from Top Dog is uh-huh. one of them, and uh-huh. he actually brought up some good points when I was talking to him a while back about how to handle it, and as far as, like, we're including the top breeders, there's no, you know, like, some of the other companies and some other books of Ed's have, like, uh, paid advertising that has breeders. We're actually going to include those in the book. Uh, no charge to the top readers, people who I think are real pertinent to the industry, like yourself. Because right. like, um, you the thing is, that, I mean, we love Ed, but it became the big book of Ed's instead of like, you know, Ed's big book of buds. You know, we're just like, kind of like, dude, this is like literally like, it's like, because the problem that I noticed was that 
uh, Ed let people write it, you know what I mean? And the people aren't fucking writers, you know what I mean? So the problem was you got like real stiff Dutch guys making, yes, come to uh, Bubba's shop, uh, grab pipe, good, babe. You know, like, what the hell is this? And they print this shit. They didn't give a fuck. They were like, print it. And you're like, this is n- definitely not written by a person who understands words. You know what I mean? So it was like, it was like not, there's no flow. And then it'd be very, and it'd occasionally be a good one. And then, then they would, I mean, so the whole point is if they would, like, have a little more continuity and a flow, it might have worked out better because you can't let non especially in the cannabis industry, like, you let them design anything, they'll fuck it up, you know what I mean, too much, like, to a point. There's always a guy who can do it, but for the most part, if someone throws your two cents in, it's usually not seeing the bigger picture, you know? If you know, if well, you know what I, if you know what I mean. So, um, so hopefully I'll see you soon, and we'll get you back on the show at some point. If you get anything that comes up, just give me a heads up. Like, oh my god, I want to get to all seven of those people. Sounds that, good. All seven of those people that are listening. <laughs> so uh, yeah, all seven. All well, seven. I think right we're up to nine people. now, bro. I think we're up Thanks to nine. Thanks for having me on the show, man. I really yeah. appreciate it, man. It's been fun talking. Of course, thank you, man. Glad you, glad we got the sound issue figured out, and. Uh, we finally got you on. Are we only a week late? That's not bad for that. I've done show a week late is like a pretty pretty good. You're within the average, you know. <laughs> so thank you, sir. <laughs> thank you, my friend, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Okay. All right, man. Peace. Take care, James. James from Loud Seeds, back in Oakland, back home. Will Traveler, uh, better like I said, better on the block. How old is James? Uh, you know, he's got probably about ten years younger than me. I would think. Probably thirty nine. I don't know, dude. I'm making it up. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But he's definitely not a kid. He ain't no kid. But uh, you know, part of this industry is just thick, being thick skinned, working through a lot of things, dealing with all the bullshit. That's what I think. You know, I know he's been through a bunch. I've been through a bunch. We've all been through a bunch. We're, you know, we're all still here. But at the same time, uh, you know, be safe, everybody. Get yourself a space can and go to which what's the website again? Uh, VapeBubblers.com. Ah, VapeBubblers.com. No, where are they based? Um, it's just my LLC. Oh, it's your own. Oh, it's your own. Oh, you went straight for the what's the best word? Well, I was like, yeah, bubbler, (laughs) vape bubbler, done. (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, because space. Oh, did you get the space cannon soundtrack lined up for the for the for the exit? There's a soundtrack. Yeah. I didn't know. It's, it's, it's loud and, and noisy. When it, when it gets really loud and noisy, you can, you can bring it down or whatever. Is it, is it right Star in, Wars? Oh, it's just some fucking Flux Pavilion song with uh, oh. Space Cannon. Or, really? Yeah. You remixed it? No. Oh. no. It's Base Cannon. It's Base Cannon, but it's just, it sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds yeah, good it does. Enough. It does. It's totally, yeah. It's, I uh, actually hit up um, a DJ that made a remix uh-huh. for that song. And he was like, I, yeah, he yeah. was like, I would love to, but it's owned by Warner Music and they're not very nice. Oh, good. So you've, so you've obviously, probably, you're like, oh, this is a great song, Bass Cannon Space I think I should do it anyway, right? Because if they sue me, then, then it's a bunch huge. of free, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like the Nike scam. Do it. <laughs> Just, do, Just it. do it. And on that note, we'll see you guys next time. I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to ask him. All right, peace, guys. <laughs> Later. Oh, yeah, shout out to my beautiful wife, wherever she is. Nick, I can't believe they're back. Not back. <laughs>